Hey, Flipside, we're in Joe's Joe's car here. The Beast. The Beast. What kind of car is this, Joe? A 1990 Buick LeSabre. Okay, and uh, we're at the drive-in. Probably one of our favorite places. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're watching uh, in-games, unfortunately. Among other things, yeah. What are you doing? But we got more to go tonight. Mm -hmm. Four features. Yeah, what are the four films we got going, Joe? Well, Avengers Endgame. Then there's that movie called Us. The horror movie or whatever. Yeah, the Jordan Peele. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's uh, the two driving sanity films. Uh, Simon and the, the Simon the King of the Witches? Yeah, something like that. And then the third one, or fourth one is... Uh, towing. Towing, yeah. And Towing's the lost film, right? Or Simon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Towing was actually, I guess, uh, Don said it's like endangered or it's like on like a list or something. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a pretty rare opportunity we get to see this one. I'm sure it'll be really fantastically low budget. Yeah. Um, Curtis farted a little bit ago. Yeah. It was a little ripe. I, I, it had a, a faint taste of sewage I think. well I'll tell you what yeah, it's a faint taste it was bad enough to to wake the zombies out of the grave <laughs> like the dead it was never my intention for the court to stink that bad but you know these we things know. happen we know these things happen the windows fogged up pretty damn bad yeah I um, guess now all three of us are gay yeah oh well. what? I don't know like, I think that um, oh yeah yeah so that's kind of the thing at the drive in like um if you're, you, you'll be sitting in the car with a dude. Let's say you guys ordered a pizza, right? You sit in the car eating the pizza. You got the windows up. Your your uh, car starts to fog up really bad, and uh, that doesn't look good to the other patrons. Especially if you're when near you're the back in, row. When you're sitting in the car with another guy with the windows <laughs> kind of fogged up. So if you see if you see a bunch of people up front and you just see one car away in the back row, they're 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 probably doing it. Well, and you know, somebody's getting a hand job. The, yeah. the normal thing, though. When we're at the drive-in, we usually all sit outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But for me tonight, it's a little different because uh, I'm a little wiped out from a real long day of uh, well, I, from running a 5K and doing. And, and Curtis and I went on the Pinji Trail, and it was just kind of cold. And I got my I got soaking wet today during the run, and then I got my feet wet. So I'm trying to just stay a little more safe in the car tonight and not uh, wear myself to, to sickness. Plus it's like, what, 50-something degrees, 60 yeah, degrees? Yeah, it's about 50 or yeah, 40, I don't know. It's pretty, it's, not, it's pretty, it's a little chilly. I'm a big believer in keeping your feet dry at all times. So I, but you, like, you, you can't really run in rain boots. They need to invent that, like a tennis shoe that's waterproof. Mm. They probably have that, I guess. But, like, there's nothing I hate worse than having wet socks. Yeah. Do you need me to turn the sound up here down? No, well, that sounds good. For your thing? Is, or oh, is this, no. Oh, that? Okay. No. Oh, it'll, be, it? it'll just be background noise, really. Uh, okay, I didn't want it to be too loud over us. Yeah. So, uh, me, I know nothing about this in-game stuff because I haven't watched any of these superhero movies in this series. Uh, I did watch Thor Ragnarok, that's it. And I only watched that because one of my best friends, James, who's my brother-in-law, kind of uh, forced me to see it. I think I've seen probably like six or seven of them, like Captain America, Civil War, Iron Man, 
seen. Like, I don't know who the hell any of these people are. Really. Seen once like, who, I don't know who that is. I don't know the raccoon thing. Supplies. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy dude. Yeah, the raccoon, yeah. Yeah, he's from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Which actually... I heard that one actually was like... That seemed interesting a little uh, bit to me. James Gunn directed... There's two, uh, there's two of those movies okay. already. There's two of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Volume 1 and Volume uh, 2. I, I loved them both. They were both fun. They're, yeah. they're a lot of... They're more fun. The family will like them more, I think. Well, you've got uh, Chris Pratt. You don't have to You don't have to know everything about like superheroes or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, just a good, fun movie. Or both of them. Well, um... I heard that Thor, look at Thor. I, I know James Gunn uh, for those who don't know James Gunn he's kind of was birthed in Tromaville uh, he made a lot of trauma films and worked with on a lot of trauma films uh, I heard Lloyd Coffin was in Guardians of the Galaxy so maybe huh. that is something I should check out I'm sure it's just a cameo but that's kind of cool uh, but he, he got fired right? yeah James Gunn did so he's not going to make the next one then? That's what the last I heard. He's not going to make it. It was okay. something to do with I think. What was that? I think it was some PC crap. Or it something was. Like he, he made a comment or something. Yeah. They. I think they found something from his past, which they was did. trauma. It was. So, a, it was an old tweet or something. I think or something. An old something. I don't know. Yeah, and with trauma, it's like damn. He could have damn said anything because mm-hmm. you know how you know how vulgar trauma films are. God bless him. Right, is that Thor? That is Thor. He's kind of. He literally let himself go. He's white trailer trash now. I kind of like this movie now. He's become a. Uh, Dude, he looks like uh, B- uh, Bill Moses. That's what I was getting to say. He's yeah. become a drunk, and you can see, look at his uh, belly. In there. Dude, he's a crusty. He's got dreadlocks. He should have been in like a 70s biker movie or something. Yeah, he kind of looks like uh, Jet Bryant, doesn't he? Mm hmm. Big beard. Oh, God. All right, this is a good this is a good time. That wasn't so bad, but I hate these people that turn their headlights on. Oh, yeah, fuck those people. And then you always... Did, uh, Joe Bob Briggs did a big speech about how he hates people that do that. There's more and more of that nowadays because people with the newer car... A lot of these newer mm-hmm. cars, as soon as you start it, the lights come on, and some of them, you know... Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of... You also got a lot of people who just have never been to a drive-in. Yes, they don't know anything. They don't know like, oh, uh, proper drive-in driving. etiquette. Yeah, the handbook, the manual. They don't have a copy of that. You know, my, my old little red car, I had the the light that would come on up here. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang, I didn't just now notice all these yeah, stars. Yeah, little stars. Uh, yeah, there used to be more. I have more stars on the ceiling. Uh, Melanie, my daughter, put those in once, but they they, they came undone and fell out. But there were more. But, um, it's kind of cool for a drive-in, like here yeah. stars. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah Where's there, the Big Dipper? There were there were some dipster. There were some bigger stars and different ones on the ceiling. We're talking about the stars on the ceiling of our, of my car. Uh, I have no. There is no more cloth on the top uh, roof of this car. So are they just like stickers? Just or? Uh, they feel like little greedy things that you glue. Them. Yeah, they are. They are like little. Or, so they're glow in the dark since yeah, they're people, in can't, dark. So people can't see them. They're glow in the dark stars. And they're stuck to the ceiling of the car, and the cloth is ripped out. I ripped the, the cloth out because it had kept falling real bad. You know, it's an old car, you know. Mm-hmm, thanks, so down. I just took it all out. And then when Melanie was driving the car f- for a good while, she put uh, all these stars in. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I got a couple above me. Yeah, there used to be more, but... 
This must be like the prequel to House of a Thousand Corpses. This part right here. <laughs> yeah. After Thanos kills everyone, he just goes crazy. It's Otis. He calls himself Otis and then lives mm-hmm. with uh, some effed up family. Mm-hmm. They, they Where like did adopt House them. of a Thousand Corpses take place? Did, did it say? Wasn't it like Cleveland or something? You know, yeah, I always got like the that? vibe that it was like a Texas, I Nevada. I don't remember. Yeah, that. that's right. They were they had to have been in some place like that because in in Devil's Rejects is all deserty looking. Mm-hmm. Tokyo. Yep. I like. Uh, Here comes Godzilla. No. Uh, typically, you all do that'd be awesome. Yeah. I typically like movies that take place in Tokyo. Um, like my favorite James Bond is You Only Live Twice. I don't know, I kind of like that Tokyo vibe, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like it just because, like, uh, the streets are real narrow. You've got all the the signs. are. It's, like, lit up. The whole streets are, like, lit up, usually. Yeah, it's kind of looks like an Argento film when you walk outside. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's like walking down, I don't know, like, down the strip in Las Vegas or something. Even back in movies like in the 50s and stuff that look like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, mostly to the fact I haven't seen the movies, but also the fact that we've kind of just been... The character. I was talking to Steven for quite a while. Yeah, I saw you out there with him. I was talking to him for a while, too. Then I went and talked to Joe Godden for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We talked about us. Our thoughts on us. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing how that movie is. Yeah. Uh, Joe Joe said he liked it in that um, he kind of felt like it had elements of exploitation. Hmm. One thing I will say that's kind of cool is um, if you pay attention to the very beginning of us, um, there's a VHS on the shelf because it takes place in the 80s at the very beginning. Uh huh. There's a VHS on the shelf and it says it's a VHS of Chud. Oh, and that actually, cool. that actually kind of comes into play for the rest of the film. It's kind of cool. So pay attention to that. That's all, that's all I'll say. Jordan Peele, he did a really good skit, like a comedy skit on the making of Gremlins 2, like how it got made and written and everything. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. Uh, so like in the skit he's a, he's a, he's at like a round table. Who did the skit? It was a Jordan Peele's on Keen oh, Peel. Okay. okay. You can tell it was Jordan Peele's idea though. <laughs> it's like he's the horror guy yeah. now. But yeah, look it up. It's uh, they're sitting around like a round table and they're trying to decide on what to write for Gremlins Two. And Jordan Peele, no, it's his partner, whoever, uh, the bald guy he's always with, Keegan Michael Key or whatever. Yeah. He uh, he's playing Joe Dante, and. Jordan Peele walks into the conference and he's all dressed in all this flash like he's got like a flashy jacket and sunglasses and stuff mm-hmm. and he just says oh don't worry about me I'm just a, I'm just the typical guy that they send in for the Hollywood execs and everything just do the meeting and you know like nothing's wrong <laughs> and then they keep talking about it and then eventually uh, Jordan Peele's character the Hollywood exec he uh, he starts walking around and he starts talking about why don't we just get crazy with this movie? You know, he's like, why don't we, uh, why don't we just add in a gremlin who, like, is lightning or something like that? It just gets crazy. 
I, li- I like Jordan Peele, the skit where they have the substitute teacher from the inner city. Oh, yeah. A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. The Joe Dante this one. This sounds though. like the Stones playing. <laughs> kind of does, doesn't it? <laughs> they need to get Gangster's Paradise playing like, oh, they, did, like well, they did in Sonic He's like movie. a drunk Oh, God. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, that's fucking careful. stupid. See, like the Hulk is such a little girl. He's a, he's a, he's a, that's a what I said. We're watching Endgame, and I know people would be offended by me saying this, but I'm not a Super Marvels fan. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I like this stuff, but I'm I'm not totally into it. But to me, it would seem that the Hulk, if you like the Hulk as he was, they've sissified him in this movie. It seemed like they just wanted him as like an extra character to like do some dialogue. Yeah. So they gave him some glasses and said, oh, he's not really angry all the time. He's just he's just giant and he's green, CGI, and he wears a turtleneck. It's kind of like the worst of both worlds. You know what I mean? Yep. It was kind of cool seeing the Hulk as, like, what's-his-face from 13 going on 30. that's horrible. But then you always don't want to see him as that guy. I don't know. It's kind of the best. Worst of both worlds. Everyone just likes him when he's green. But they don't want him to have to be like Bruce, Bar- Bruce Banner or whoever. The nerdy scientist guy. Formally wrinkle in time. Somewhere in time. Hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Basically any movie that deals with time travel. Die Hard. <laughs> this is a hard. I don't know why everyone believes that, but that is the truth. Think about it. If you travel to the past, that past I remember when Horror Hound announced Paul Rudd for like a day. Becomes the past. And they had to cancel the next day because Disney didn't want him to do Horror Hound. Hmm. Have you have you guys ever wrapped your head around Back to the Future? What do you mean? There's like it doesn't make sense at all. As far as like time traveling. How so? If you really think about it. Well, so, like, he goes back in time and meets his parents. Mm-hmm. And his mom, like, falls in love with him. Like, sexually. Okay. You tell me they can't remember that their kid looks exactly like that guy they met. You know? Mm. Only 20 years earlier. Yeah, it was only 20 years. There's, there's quirks like that in movies. I know it sometimes makes you wonder. I guess it was 30 years or later, but still. Because didn't they go back to 1955 and they were yeah. 1985? Yeah, so it's 30. That's... Like, none of those people would have... Because he, he kind of made a big impact because he, like, did the concert and, mm-hmm. you know, everything. Surely, like, Biff or whoever, somebody would have remembered. Like, well, she looks like, like that one guy. But I guess, like, what are you going to think? Are you going to think, oh, he's a time traveler. My son's a time traveler. But I don't know. Yeah, but then there's, like, other stuff that's really complex, like... um. If he went back in time and then and then went back to the present and the future's all changed, it's like that's a new universe type thing going on. Like an extra timeline that you would add? Yeah, so it's like... And Doc explains it how... I think in part two, Doc explains how there's like this line that's time mm-hmm. and you can create like a subline. That jets out from that. Yeah, that's actually a real theory, too. But it seems like there'd be infinite amounts of jetted out lines. Yeah, like that's the part little, of the theory, too. The littlest thing you did would have... Created a new line. You, some, some nuance you didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 look at me. 
buddy of mine explained it <coughs> really to me, and I was like, oh my god. I like the yeah, I like the theory that um, space and time is endless. So any number, any scenario that could exist does exist somewhere. Okay, yeah, so that's like the uh, multiverse kind of. Yeah. Uh, Almost everyone in this room has had an encounter with at least one of the six. Like the galaxies don't, they just don't end. They just keep going. Seems believable. Like there could be a universe where you won the lottery five times. Yeah, there could be a universe where you won the lottery four times. There's another one where you won it three times. You guys are making me think of a TV show called Sliders. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. No, what's that? Tanya and I were big fans of this show. Um, Jerry O'Connell, I think is his name, the actor. Might be his name. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, O'Connell or something like that. Um, uh, You you remember also, um, I can't think of the actor's name, but he was in Lord of the Rings. He played a short guy. And, but in this, in... Um, Was it the guy from the Goonies? No. Uh, He he played Professor Arturo in the Sliders. But he was in the Lord of the Rings movies. You know, so like the trilogy movie. Uh, it was probably one of the hobbits. Was he? Was he the dwarf, Gimli? He was like a. a that guy's been in a lot of movies. That was probably it. It was probably him. He was a short dwarf. Yeah, what's that guy's name? He's in Indiana Jones. He's yeah, actually like exactly. He was in Indiana Jones. He's actually like seven foot tall in real life, or something crazy wow. like that. He's really tall in real life. But uh, anyway, he he was Professor Arturo in Sliders. And uh, we loved it. It was kind of a sci-fi show. Jerry O'Connell, he was a boy genius. And uh, he was into the, all the theories like Einstein, the Einstein-Rosenbridge theories about time and space and dimensions and stuff. And uh, anyway, uh, he ma- manages to uh, create the wormhole, the effect, uh, and, it, and does a test, you know, and he goes to the Professor Arturo trying to get him to come. Anyway, finally... It, it all comes around, and he gets Professor Arturo, and, and they they travel. They they have a group of people they end up traveling with. They go. They call them sliders because when they go into this wormhole, they're kind of like sliding down the wormhole into the next uh, parallel universe. It, it, it's like a parallel, another universe. It could be the same Earth that they're on. Mm-hmm. There's his mom again. She recognizes, but but that's a different mom, you know, and. Uh, but what happens was they find that they can't quite get back because it keeps taking them to different parallel universes, and some are quite different, or some are almost the same. So it's impossible to pick out the, and, the one that you. Belong. Well, and they thought they were home once because he remembered his gate at his house always squeaked when he walked in, and and, and either did squeak or I forget it either squeaked or didn't squeak. But anyway, they thought they were home one episode, and then I think when he heard the gate squeak and. And she said, that's your father walking up. He knew it wasn't. They weren't home because his father had died. Uh, you know, but... Uh, what was a, that? This was probably in, I want to say the 80s, maybe. That uh, sounds pretty uh, that sounds really complex. Heavy. Yeah. And it was, uh, it had some cool uh, science fiction type sci-fi theories in it. Time and space and all that. And uh, it was really good. We were big fans, but um, something happened along the way where... Uh, Jerry O'Connell's brother came into the show and was on the show with him and I don't know if it was them wanting more money or something happened with the, the people producing it but next thing you know all of a sudden them two are off the show it's like they slid through and went somewhere else and now the story is about the rest of the people and you know uh, and also the professor eventually dies he gets left behind in one of the worlds and dies and 
it kind of gets worse. The show becomes a little worse. It, you know, you don't like it quite as much. But uh, this guy that's uh, uh, this black man, uh, he's called uh, Crying Man Brown or something like that because he was like a singer. Uh, he's in it to the very, very last episode that they make. But we love that show. It, 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 it's something you should check out, you know, if you ever get to watch. Most kind of get hooked on it. What if there's a Blu-ray or a DVD out of it? I don't know, but you could probably buy the whole series. I loved it. And, this is uh, the fight of our lives. Tanya did too. Uh, you know what I'm thinking now? that Another thing that, that makes sense about Back to the Future? What? Uh, you know how he had that picture of his family? Mm-hmm. And it slowly started disappearing? Yeah, like why are they still in the same pose? Is that what you're going to say? Well, no, but like they're they're in this picture and they're like disappearing. But that 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 future or that present mm-hmm. isn't the same as the one they would be on. So you that picture wouldn't disappear because then then it'd be like everything. You, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense that his family's disappearing just because of events that haven't even happened yet. You know what I mean? I think so. Oh, it kind of hurts like me even thinking about it, actually. Another thing, I, another thing that about Back to the Future, I'm actually a big fan of Back to the Future. Probably doesn't sound like it, but another thing about Back to the Future is when Doctor Emmett Brown's trying to uh, fix that tower up so that Bonnie yeah. can go. Dude, that part pisses me off so bad. What is that? It's it's like it's so. Um, stressful to watch because he's fucking up so much like he plugs this in and the other one comes unplugged and uh, Marty's driving down getting up to 88 miles per hour is almost there I'm like what the fuck Dr. Emmett Brown god damn it get your shit together uh, I see what you're saying like yeah. it just like pisses me you, off you're a doctor and he can't even fucking do like, this like why didn't you have this prepared hours ago okay I, I do have something here I was totally off on the dates uh, the Sliders, it originally aired September 20th, 1996. And it was in the 90s, late 90s. Hmm. How many seasons does it say? Uh, I don't remember if it says here. Hmm. That would have been the era when like there was a lot of like sci-fi revival TV shows. Some were just plain awful. You had like a bunch of Star Treks, Battlestar Galactica, Andromeda, and all that crap. The, okay, the pilot was in March of 95. Let's see, 96, 97, 98, 99. And it looks like in February of 2000 might be some of the last ones. So, let's see what it says here. Ha ha ha. Who the hell's that? That's, uh, what's her face? Mr. Doll Bald. She's in the Suspiria remake. Uh. You know, when I think of sliders... When I think of... Yeah, there's so much Inquisition here. It's just stupid. Like, he's got no shirt on. He's green. He's huge. He's CGI. And he's just talking. He's like, hey, what's up? It looks so unnatural. And, like, the CGI on them just looks... Dude, you know what? Today's society, they don't like the big, brute idiot anymore. Yeah. They don't like the Arnold Schwarzenegger characters anymore. Yeah. So we have all these main characters in, like, action movies that are just, like... Yeah. Pussies, basically. Because if you look at Sylvester Stallone and, like, Schwarzenegger... 
They're not good actors. They're good. They have the look. Yeah. They have. They're good for the role. They're not like good actors. They're muscle and they have the face. They're not good actors, but if you put them in the role, like, yeah, like Sylvester Stallone and Rocky, yeah, he's incredible because he's Rocky. I mean, yeah. that's that's it. And he did a great job in, in Rambo too. But yeah, if you were to put him in a role as like, if you were to put him in like. Woody Allen's interiors or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so know, like he, he has no time. range. He's just dumb action man with big muscles shooting. Yeah. Or dumb boxer man. And people don't like that anymore. Yeah. You know, like, look at Creed. Which is a shame. If you look at Creed, it's the same way. Like Michael, whatever. Yeah, name, Creed's so. like it's all about like lightweight. You know, character. Skinny like, ass. Yeah. When, looks, when somebody says Rocky, the like the original movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was what seventy six? Is that right? I think so. Sometime in the mid seventies. Uh, it brings back memories for me because it makes me think the thing I first remember is I saw that original Rocky film at the Starlight Drive-In in Princeton, Indiana, in the day when it was still open and you know going uh, with a couple buddies, and it was a stormy, stormy night, uh, pouring like crazy, and we had our. We were sat in the car and had the windshield wipers going like crazy trying to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a couple of those nights here. Oh, yeah. Um, did you know Lloyd Kaufman was in Rocky? I don't think so. I knew that uh, the guy from Maniac, yeah, Joe Spinelli, was in there. Uh, Joe Spinelli, yeah. yeah. What, who was Lloyd? Do you remember? Lloyd was just this drunk guy in a bar that uh, Rocky helps carry in. Huh. He, sit, he carries him in and sits him down. And Lloyd kind of like drunkenly like looks up at him. It's a, it's a really funny scene. But yeah, Lloyd did some kind of film related help with that film. I forget what it was. That was really a low budget film. Sylvester Stallone wrote it. And what's funny is that dog that's in Rocky. Um, that was actually his dog in real life, and he had sold it. And when he wrote this, when he sold the script. He made enough money, and he went and found that dog, that exact dog. Uh, mm-hmm. It had been kind of sold, and it been been around the block a couple times. Yeah. But he he did end up finding it, and that's the actual dog that's in the movie. Huh. He said he loved that thing. He said one of the worst things he did was selling it. And then Stallone, I think, started directing some of the other ones, right? Like the later ones. Yeah, Same with Rambo. Yeah. I think I think he directed Rambo, like the new the 2008 one. Oh, okay. What's the craziest thing that you guys have seen in a drive-in? Though it can it can be anything from a movie that you want to talk about, or people, or somebody doing something weird. You know. Uh, one time I came to see a movie here. And there's like this family in the front row, mm-hmm. and they had these kids that were just like, like insanely screaming and yelling and crying, and, and uh, I mean the, for for the whole like five hours. Jeez. Uh, in the craziest movie I've seen here, I forget what it was, but um, it was really foggy and you could hardly see it, and it was really late, probably like three o'clock in the morning. Um, there was this nun exploitation film that was on, hmm. and there's about a good like ten minute scene where this nun was fingering herself. <laughs> I forget what movie that was, but yeah, that was that's probably the craziest movie I've seen. You know, for me, I think uh, the craziest like in person I think was whenever they had the fur is gonna fly at the Super Monster Movie Fest. Yeah, 
And so that's kind of an all ages event. And they had the rocket dolls performing yeah, there. Yeah, that was And nuts. like the kid they had kids back there, babies. I was like, damn. That, that was a bit odd because it was like, okay, we got everybody here, but yet uh, there's also inappropriate stuff for kids back there. You know. Yeah, it's much more fitting for pandemonium. Yes. And then, for, for I don't the, think we knew what the burlesque. At least me. Yeah. When they kept saying this burlesque, I was like, hmm, I wonder. I wasn't I even going to go see, but I was like, hmm, wonder what that is. And then yeah, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then there was this little kid next to me. I was like, oh. Yeah, they have, they have like babies in strollers too. I will yeah. say though, the Monster Fest, the fur is going to fly. That was a fun year of, of crazy Monster Fest movies. And that was your yeah. first, second, second time here, I think, right, Joe? Yes. That's the first time I met you. Uh, as far as movies, you know, I don't know if there's really a movie. I, if I had to pick a moment, like just a moment that I remember the most, it was whenever they had, um, like, that, uh, who's that guy? He's like a German actor. The Blue Hand, Curse of the Blue Hand or something. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, it was that night, and we were parked way over there on the right side. And it was like... I mean, we stayed, like, all throughout, like, we were on, like, the fourth movie for Super Monster Movie Fest. I actually fell asleep in my lawn chair, like, throughout Screams of Winter Night. That's kind of a newer movie, or a new movie that just got released from Code Red. Yeah, Code Red. I think, I think, uh, Dark Force Entertainment's got that for sale for, like, 60 bucks or something crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, I fell asleep through that movie. And that's, I never fall asleep through movies, really. And I fell asleep right in my lawn chair, like, this is... Hmm. I was dead ass tired. It's like three in the morning. If Code Red put out Friday movies, it's possibly. Oh yeah, they put out a lot of bad stuff. But you know, I'm glad that they that they're around because a lot of yeah, that stuff needs to be put out. It needs to be preserved. Um, one thing that was really we were like the only car too. I should add that like we were like three cars maybe. What was that? A funny story I have is um, they showed Deliverance here. Oh yeah, I remember that. And it was a 35 millimeter print, mm-hmm. and they were changing oh. the reel after the uh, after that scene where they they rape that guy, mm-hmm. and they they tell him to squeal like a pig. And then uh, while they're changing the reel, Joe gets on and he goes, "Come down to the concession stand so you can scream like a pig. Uh, we've we're selling pigs in a blanket." Oh my god, I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. But, yeah, he was talking about like some new wings. They had they had some pork wings or something that they were had that night, and he said, "Come on down, try it, and squeal like a pig." Yeah, well, they and they also had pigs in a blanket. Was it that? Okay, it might have been pigs in a blanket. I thought it was like some people kind of wings. probably hearing that at first thought, "Squeal like a pig." Oh my God, what are they going to do to us? You know? <laughs> yeah, and that was right after they showed that scene. But, uh, first year was really memorable for me just because it was the first first time Super Monster Movie Fest. Um, was it 20... What was your first year? Was it 2014? I think it was like 2012. 2013, I think it was 20... My first year at Super Monster Movie see, Fest was 2012. Did you see the Navy versus the Night Monsters? Because they showed it here. I might have. Do you remember what year it was? It was the, it was the, it was the exact year that I came up here... The year that I first came up here, I came up here for the first time in October for Skyline Scares, mm-hmm. and I had, I had discovered this place when I was on the, got on the internet only after it was only after Monster Fest. It was like uh, late September. Yeah, because Mon- Monster Fest used to be in September, and, and then they moved it to August. It was just after 
Monster Fest, and I was looking at it going, oh, wow, I could have went to this. They had all these movies, maybe versus the Night Monsters, mm-hmm. you know, an old low-budget film I saw as a kid, you know, or last time I saw it was when I was in college, I rented the video. So the first year I went was really awesome because I don't remember what they played here because they, they started out playing a lot of really low-budget stuff, like stuff nobody you've never heard of. Um, they didn't play, like, Creature from the Black Lagoon or whatever, Jaws, like they did last year. Um, but, yeah, the year I went was awesome because I really wanted to do it. But they, they had, like, a partnership with The Strand. So during the day, you could go to The Strand and watch, like, old sci-fi. Uh, Destination to the Moon or whatever. Destination Moon. And they played some other movies at The Strand. And then during the when it starts getting night, you come to the skyline and then you watch the old monster movies they showed like two or three at the strand on friday and two or three at the strand on saturday too yep that was really cool i sure i remember watching them at christmas time the magic christmas tree which Mm -hmm. was so terrible of a movie oh the trailer looks awful but but I love it when they do that though. Cause my like, favorite Christmas time one here though was when they did Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. I wanted oh, yeah, to go to that. I, that. I wanted to go to that. That was awesome. Sorry, I wish they would do that. What do they call that? The Chill Club or something like that? The uh, yeah. Skyline Cold Car Club. That's I think. Okay. Cold Car Club. Maybe a little card with like discounts or something. Present it. You get like a discount. Yeah. Um, one thing too that was really funny here is uh, Don played one of his trailers. Mm-hmm. It was a 35 millimeter print of. Uh, he takes a lot of trailers and kind of cuts them up, and one of the trailers was X-rated supermarket, <laughs> and these girls are like having sex with like carrots and oh god, that's funny. all this kind of stuff, and it looked like it was like from the 70s. Oh my! And they're just like hairy as hell. Save the save the planet. Every time I talk to Don about that trailer, he just gets like the biggest grin on his face. Is, is that he's supposedly he has the whole movie, so that would be freaking hilarious to show. Yeah, they need to play it. You told me about the time whenever you guys watched Turkey Shoot and whenever the guy got his head blown off or cut off or whatever, and Don got so excited. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Don. Don was like out of his seat. Yeah, and Don's, Don's normally pretty quiet. He's just yeah. kind of... Yeah, but yeah, we went to see Turkey shoot at the Strand, and it was just me, Don, and Harrison. And what, Don was sitting a few rows ahead of you? And you he was see, just a row ahead of us. A row ahead of you, and you see him you know, get, go crazy over that. Yeah. It's funny. You need me to defog the window? I'm good if you're good. Uh, I don't know. The front windshield looks fine, but my side one's all foggy, but I mean, that doesn't affect me at all. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm defrost up here. I don't, it's not a new car, so it won't do the sides. <laughs> Do new cars do the sides? That's cool. There are some that do. That's cool. This guy next to us, he has a, like a keypad on his door handle. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. When he opens it up, when he opens the door, it lights the keypad up. The best way to not so have your... So if he doesn't have his keys, he can just enter in the keypad. The best way is just to kind of roll the window down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Uh, unfortunately, is it manual? our side doesn't work. Oh, okay. That side does. 
You want me to roll it down a little That's bit? good that Curtis decided does because he gets a little gassy. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Actually, I'm kind of known for being the gassy one usually, but yeah. I'm, I'm doing pretty good tonight. If I would have had a pizza though, dude, I'm telling you, you guys would not have invited me into the car. Harrison responded yet? Yeah, he's not coming. Yeah, look at the response I sent to him. So Harrison was, well, I guess I never really talked to him. I just assumed he was coming, but uh, Harrison is out with us tonight because he's doing something. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that show? Oh, yeah. Dr. I Steve Brule. I love that show. Yeah. What was it called? Something with Steve Brule. Yeah, check it out with Dr. Uh, Brule. Yeah. I got the first I love two, I got the Tim first, and Eric. I got the first two seasons on DVD. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, I used to love Tim and Eric. Well, maybe later we'll, uh, we'll have to start throwing some stones at Harrison for not showing up. Yeah. Start throwing rocks at him. Yeah, I missed the first drive insanity. Shame this man. <laughs> of course, you know, it is kind of cold and it's kind of rainy. And we're Harrison's not, got a girlfriend now. We're not really sitting outside. Yeah, so like with a girlfriend, like um, the first the first few months, you know, mm. it takes a while. It takes a while. You got to devote, you got to devote a lot of time to her. It takes a so while. Before, it takes a while before Are you, you can able just, to see like that back here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see fine. It takes a while before you can just tell your girlfriend, "No, I'm going. I'm going." Right. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been with my wife for um, nine years, and uh, it's at the point now where it's like, "Hey, I'm going to drive in." Okay. You know what I mean? Or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Well, I can't go to Jamaica. But the right, first yeah. month, you know, the first few months <laughs> or even the first year, it's like you have to be around each other all the time. Yeah. But that, you know, that wears off. And oh, yeah. now it's cool because it's like, you know. She has her time, you have your, your time and yeah. space. Yeah. It's not like we don't want to be around each other. I could, I could, sp I could still spend all my time with Brianna, but it's just, you know, now it's all, I have the freedom just to just do what I want, you know. Freedom! There's like this, a, there's like this thing where you feel like the person doesn't love you if they go and do, you know, stuff without yeah. you. Because like you've been dating for a month or something. You're not going with me? But after a while, you kind of just... But if you get a girl that doesn't want to go to the drive-in ever, I can understand if she doesn't want to go to the drive-in every time you go to. Because mm -hmm. like I go to the drive-in a lot. But if, you, if you're with a girl that doesn't want to go at all, psh, or she says drive-ins are stupid or something. Yeah. Or she says what to drive in. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> Once upon a time. You don't want to be in a toxic relationship like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I understand if, it, if it's girl-related. I completely understand. Actually, I understand if it's anything. Because, you know what I mean? You can do what you want with your life. You don't have to... It's not like we're gonna disown you for missing the drive-in every once in a while. Yeah. Unless it's drive-in sanity, then we'll throw the rock. Unless it's the very first year, or it's the very first drive-in sanity of the year. Oh wait, it is. We'll go home and throw some rocks at him. Do a drive-by. Drive-by rocking. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Maybe he made a mistake. Attach a note to a brick and throw it through his window. 
<laughs> Next time it'll be worse. Yeah. Next time we're coming after your family. That would be a good movie, don't you think? Like, drive Mrs. Driving. <laughs> yeah. Like there's His a driving group crazy. That, yeah. It's kind of like Straight Edge Kager. Yeah. He looks kind of fat right there. Yeah, you might be right. A little bit. He's got a six pack, Curtis. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that, man. I'm just saying, you know, from that angle, not that it's angle. It's shot. You know, camera adds ten pounds, Curtis. The camera adds ten. To, uh, 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds. 100 he's been pounds. Eating, he's been eating some burritos. It's like that Chris Farley movie. What? Man, he looks, looks kind of fat. Nah, don't worry, man. The camera just adds a couple hundred pounds. <laughs> That's a man I truly miss. Yeah. Of course, it's like, you kind of wonder what they'd be doing now. Yeah, he would have been washed up in no time. He, he kind of had that that shtick like Adam Sandler or Rob Schneider where it's like, yeah. okay, well, now you're not a star anymore. You're washed up. Oh, my God. It seems like all overweight actors have this sort of... Is this block body? Nope. They get like pigeonholed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Kevin James or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, I'm fat. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm know? the fat, stupid guy. Yeah, so it's For like Chris Farley. It's like I'm the fat, stupid guy that yells a lot. Which sucks because like Chris Farley and like John Candy, yeah, they're like really good. I guess maybe one person that kind of broke that mold would be uh, John Goodman. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, he's pretty, he's pretty uh, versatile, versatile or whatever. Yeah, but shame because John Candy was a really great actor and a really great. Well, I don't know if he was a great person. I guess I never hear of anybody that talked about him as a person but his roles he played are like legendary you know mm -hmm. planes trains automobiles is my favorite of this oh dude that's my favorite too that's actually one of my favorite films that's a good period it's funny because i don't the end I, is so sad too i'd only watched it in like just a few years ago and i was like damn this is so the Great Outdoors is good too. Yeah, that's good. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is great. When I think of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and then yeah. very sad, and then they play. Every time you go. The first time I watched that, like just a few years ago, I I, I, I teared up like a little bit. Oh little yeah, bit. dude. Yeah. And I still I still have I to. I teared up. I still have to. <laughs> I still have to fight back a little bit, like whenever I watch it. And I'm 27. I'm just like. <laughs> He's, I like me. He, he teared up like my a little friends, bitch. My, <laughs> yeah, dude. My friends I like me. I teared up like a little bitch, man. Shit. That's pretty hardcore, man. I couldn't hold it back at all. <laughs> I, must, I must have went through a box of tissues. You know what, Joe? I like me. My friends like me. <laughs> Joe, did you cry at the end of the plane train automobiles? Be honest. You know what? Did you tear up? Did you cry? No. You cried. Oh. You cried. You're making us look bad. You're, you're an inhuman monster if you didn't tear up or cry. Are you a serial killer, Joe? Do you have remorse? <laughs> you know it's bad when 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 you didn't cry. It's a you know something's wrong with yeah, you. It's, like, it's psychological you damage. You're a psychopath. It's just kind of. I'm sure everybody listening to this saying it, so let's go ahead. But it's kind of like you know, it's really about loneliness. Like yeah. Oh yeah. 
and he his wife's been gone for so long, and he still pretends like she's alive, and he's like gonna go visit her and stuff. And then you realize, and really, he's just traveling his whole life. I don't know. It's just really sad. You I think we can all relate to that. Yeah. Line. Yes. We're all alone, even when we're when we, even with where we're we even when we when we're the, when, when when we are with friends, we are still alone. Dude, Chris, I thought you were rapping there first. Ah, uh, well. Yeah, yeah. But remember, we may not all be alone. They could be, they could be watching this. As a matter of What's fact, up with the sky? As yeah, sleep. guys out there, don't ever be lonely. The government's as watching you, you 24 7. Well, as, as you sleep, sleep, you may have already been taking and stuff done and they brought you back and you don't even mm-hmm. know it. Yeah, you might have gotten some love in Outer tonight. limits. The outer limits, man. <laughs> you might have gotten probed up the butt. Oh. By some alien that might have thought oh, you were no. attractive or something. Damn. Is that why somebody said that... Who was it that said their ass was hurting them? Yeah. Is that why my butt hurts every morning Is when that I wake Curtis up? Curtis say that? My, my butt does hurt I every swear morning. I Curtis was sitting there. Curtis was, Curtis was sitting there eating his pizza yeah. and he goes, man, my ass hurts. Yeah. I hope we're not talking too loud for the next people next to us. Yeah. Oh, does yeah. they have their window down? A little bit. It's cracked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey. Oh, well. Oh, um, oh shit. There's plenty of other spots to go to. So, uh... Yeah. Yeah, like... So, with the PlayStation, I'll be able back to that, like, at the end, too. They play that song. That's really when I start tearing up. Every time you go... When they're, like, carrying their luggage. You take a piece of me No, the, the part I really, te- I really tear up, I think, is whenever he's... Steve Martin is just realizing, oh, shit. He's, he's like... Yeah, he's going through all the yeah. All the, he's all the he's smiling. He's like, oh shit. He's smiling at first, and then he thinks, oh, he was lying. He's he's alone. He's homeless because he's yeah. He's exactly. a homeless traveling salesman. Exactly. You know, you know what other movie uh, really kind of <sighs> made me tear up is uh, Rain oh Over God. Me with Adam Sandler. You guys have seen that one? Mm-hmm. Is it like a is it like a one of his early ones? I've I've never even heard of that. No. Rain over me. Yeah, <sighs> it's a, it's one of his serious roles. Okay. It's like oh my gosh. Is it before Wedding Singer? After? Because that's probably the only one. <laughs> before we born you? No, I was doing the snore thing. He's just goofing around. He's a goof nut. <laughs> you know it's everybody probably heard me going because I'm I'm dead tired. I'm. I'm, if I if I fall asleep on you, don't be surprised. You know a movie that really makes me cry like a little bitch. What? Is, uh, and it's, Titanic. You're gonna laugh so hard. Was it? Uh, it's sometimes they come back. No, I I, I can see that. Dude, that movie speaks to me 100. percent like Titanic, I could see. Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah. yeah. So I, like, so he uh, like he like loses his brother, right? Uh-huh. Which I can compose. You know that happened to me. So he loses his brother. And at the mall when they're little when they're a little kid when they're little kids his brother says uh one day I'll come back and you know mm-hmm. we'll, we'll come we'll be together and then this guy grows up lives his life you know has a family kids and at the end his little brother who's actually his older brother but now you know he's the same age he was when he died so he's a little kid mm-hmm. He comes up and he's like, all right, man, you know, come with me now. You know, are you ready? And uh, he goes, no, you know. 
I've got I've got my family now. I've got, I've got people I that got, depend I, on I've me. I've got people that depend on me. I can't go with you. You know, uh, I'm not a little kid anymore. And that part, oh man. And then also like about this whole like you can't change the past thing. Mm-hmm. When you lose somebody, uh, especially if you lose them to like depression and stuff like that, suicide, um, you are, are always thinking like I could have done this, I could have done that, yeah. changed things, I could have, you know, you, you you relive the moment in your head over and over again. But this movie kind of really hinted a lot at you can't change the past. What happened, happened. And when you realize that, you feel a lot more uh, complete, I guess. You know, you can stop worrying about the past. It's kind of about letting go of the past. Yeah. So that movie's really good. That was actually... A lot of people overlook that, too, because uh, if you haven't been through that or if you don't relate to it, it's just kind of like a boring movie, I guess. Yeah, I, I relate to it a little bit, too, just because I lost so many people at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, anybody that's lost anybody can relate to that, I think. It was also the first DVD I ever, like, had. Like, when we bought our DVD player, that was the DVD we had, so I watched the shit out of it. Yeah. I was it, a little kid. It's very good to watch if you've lost somebody and need help dealing with that, I feel like. So. Grief counselors are standing by 24-7. Please call one eight hundred nine nine nine. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying, if you're going through something, watch. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they come back. Now, did you ever get your Blu-ray or DVD signed by Tom McLaughlin when he was here? I never owned. Uh, I, I still don't own. Sometimes they come uh, back. I, I had the obviously the first DVD that they released, but I don't I, I don't know what happened to it. I don't have it. I had him sign uh, Jason Lives. That's it, really. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done a whole lot. But he did two movies that, to me, are like, wow, that's good. Yeah, he did oh, Friday, yeah. Friday Part 6, and sometimes they come back. Yeah. He's a really cool guy, too. Oh, yeah. He, he didn't charge any money. Yeah, he, he was pretty yeah. friendly about all that stuff. He gave me a uh, still. He gave me an actual um, cell from a uh, storyboard. Cool. Of this really gory scene that didn't make it into the film. Usually, I think they had some of those, but most of the pe- most people had to pay for them. Because you remember, Friday Thirteenth was really when the MPA A was. That was like their num- That was their public enemy number one. Was the Friday Thirteenth series. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially with John Carl Beekler's um, part seven. Mm-hmm. They cut a lot out, so it's kind of cool to have this drawing of what they wanted to do with. Uh, Part six. There's a lot that they wanted to do in part five that they ended up not being able to do. One of them was uh, Jason was gonna, you know, that girl that kind of dances around like an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. They originally were gonna have Jason stab her in the vagina. Oh, cool. But that never happened. Yeah. And so there was, you just there was some boring shot where he just stabs her in the stomach. So there was one movie in particular. I don't remember what it was. I think it was some kind of Steven Spielberg movie or something. I don't remember what it was. I, I could probably look it up later. But he actually, whoever this director was, a big name director, he proposed that um, the MPAA create the PG-13 rating. I think so that he could get the movie released or something. Just to, just to like stifle like the gap. Like yeah. PG, like G, 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 PG, and then R. And then of course like NC-17 or X. Yeah, and I think the PG thirteen rating is horseshit. Yeah. I think once you once they incorporated that, a lot of movies 
you know. I don't know. Seems like it probably would have got a lot more soft. Let's go for a PG-13 rating. Because yeah, Conan, Conan the Destroyer was rated PG. Speaking of soft, uh, there is no boots in this movie. Yeah. So I'm pretty soft. Yeah. Well, we're pretty soft. <laughs> If we all sat here and we were all hard, would that be gay? Yeah, probably. Would that be gay? Yeah, like, I think it's proper etiquette that you don't get boners around other guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, girls kind of always ask me when I go to strip club, like, do you get, like, a boner when you're getting a lap band? And I, I'm always, I'm always like, no. I don't get a boner when I get a lap band. Yeah, well... I think what what we should what you should do is just like, uh, like you even though you got titties in your face and everything, it's not it's not like you. It's not like you're like oh yeah I'm gonna You're just gonna stare at titties and then go home and jack it later. Like, I never understood the point. I love the idea of strip clubs, but I'm not getting any. So all right. I don't know. Well, I like the idea. Right, Chris, I love the idea. Let me explain it to you. You get a lap dance, mm -hmm. and you put it in the spank bank. You trust me. You put that. You put that in the image. Uh huh. Direct for, deposit for to later. the spank bank. Yeah. Then you take your withdrawal you out go. later tonight. And you could probably take that withdrawal out maybe six or seven times before the memory starts fading away. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just getting like a like a blurred out image of titties or something. Yeah. Another thing you could do is you can actually stare at the titties at a lap, getting a lap dance. Go in the bathroom, rub one out, and come back out, and then resume the lap dance. Well, if you pay extra, you can get like hand job and stuff like that. Yeah, don't they have like backroom dealings? Yeah. Because technically, a hand job isn't isn't sex. So. Well, I mean, there you can pay extra to have her go fuck you if you wanted to. Yeah, because a lot of the. Guys are sleaze balls, right? It's not like legal. Yeah. I thought that was Charlie Sheen for a minute. I was like, what the hell? Like Charlie Sheen and uh, Apocalypse Now or something. Oh my god, did you see Apocalypse Now? I was getting a 4K scan. Yeah, did you ever you get my phone message? Release? I must not have. Okay, maybe James did. You should ask him. James? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you talking about the. Yeah, I knew that was you right away. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Was that, was that on was that on your home phone? Yeah, yeah. Underwear. underwear so I was going through my washer. messages. You know what's funny though is that this guy. So you left the first message, and then the second message you left, there was a message in between the two. Mm -hmm. And so this guy was talking about how he wanted his house washed, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I need." He was very serious, and he's like, "Yeah, I need this, this, and this," and then. And then your message came out. He's like, "Man, never mind. Uh, I just need you to wash my underwear." And I thought it was that guy, so I didn't call him back for a while. But then I, but then I realized that because Brianna told me she was like, "Did you call that Eric guy?" Because he called back again, and he he was serious. So I thought the guy left a serious message and then was like, "Never mind. Scratch that. I just gotta wash my underwear." I said, "I called his pressure washing number." And I said, I watched uh, the first message I, I sent, which was later because the messaging system, you know, answering machines, it plays the newest message first. So the first message I sent, I left, was something about, I saw the apocalypse, now 4K, I need my underwear pressure washed. <laughs> and then I called back maybe like an hour or two later and I said, never mind, I went ahead and bought a new pair of underwear or something like that. 
No, because it actually played your first one first. Did it really? Oh, that's and a then, shame. And then it played the guy, and then it played Nevermind, I need my underwear wash or something like that. Yeah. Nevermind, I bought a new pair. Which is funny, because I thought that guy was saying that, because it sounded like his voice. Well, I'm, uh, that's funny. The first one sounded exactly like you, but the second one didn't. Have you ever gotten any prank calls on that number? Yeah, this one kid called me one time and I answered and he was like, could you wash my house? And I was like, okay. I knew it was a prank right away. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure, I could be there right now. And he's like, okay, just don't mind the orgy. And so I was like, oh, okay, I won't. All right, I guess that kid's 13. It was, it was actually, he, he actually did a pretty good job. It was actually kind of funny, but yeah. What happened at the end? Did he uh, back out and be like, oh, no, man. Yeah, because I, I kept... I kept down like, oh yeah, that's okay. That happens. That sometimes happens. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of playing along. Mm-hmm. One thing this podcast that I love, this is my favorite podcast of all time, Dead Pit Radio. Uh, they did this skit called Dial H for Horror, and they used to call movie the old uh, video rental stores, and they would ask for like the craziest titles names. Like, they'd be like, do you guys have Stepfather 2 make room for Daddy? Or they'd be like, do you have Chud 2, Bud to Chud? Man, that sucks you can't do that anymore. Yeah. But you know how there used to be that Alfred Hitchcock dial H for horror? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Dial in for murder. Yeah, dial in for murder. So he's like, this is Alfred Hitchcock. Dial in for murder was kind of like the same premise, right? It was where they they would call up uh, like uh, video stores, and they would ask for uh, like I don't know what would they ask for? Backdoor slots nine. Yeah, as much of porn stuff. Alfred Hitchcock was a real nympho. He actually was. From what I hear. Well, you know, Ben Franklin was in the MILFs. He, he always banged a lot of MILFs. I heard Ben Franklin has like a hundred kids or something. Same like with that. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. You've never seen these two men before? That a boy. BJ's, huh? Mungo Jerry. BJ's? BJ's? See, they always make these references to like. Grateful Dead. They always make these like. Mm-hmm. We're uh, hip. We're cool. Yeah. We know who Garcia is from. Do you guys like Nirvana? But it's always that. Remember? I like. I like some of it. But I like I'm Nirvana. Not, I'm not totally into them. Rape me. I like that song. Yeah. I'm, I'm, have the SJWs written that song yet? Are they on the net? <laughs> Is that song exist? I, I know. I know they were Still? on. I know they were on to the. It's cold outside. Maybe it's cold outside last year. Oh, that was hilarious. Do you yeah. think this summer maybe they'll? That was they'll so ridiculous. Breaking? Maybe they can ban. This song was about Matt, toxic masculinity. It's about. Right? It's about Bill Cosby. But baby, it's. I don't cold even need outside. to explain that song. But baby, it's cold. Outside. The girl. See, all right. Back in that day when that song was written, girls actually had what's called class. Mm-hmm. And so she actually really liked the guy and wanted to stay with the guy and be with the guy, but she was afraid what other people would think. Mm-hmm. What will the She's like, I don't, want, I don't want them to think I'm just some, you know, 
pussy or something. That was the era where, like, guys held the, the, the door open. Yeah. And, like, women didn't just bang every dude so on the first So, the girl's day. not actually saying, I don't want to stay. She's actually saying she wants to stay. She's just saying, I don't want to stay because, what, what will people think? Oh, mm-hmm. my. You know, girls, you know, today people don't understand that because, you know, they don't have, they don't have class. And it's not just girls, it's the men, too. Mm-hmm. Men don't have class, too. Nowadays. There's no chivalry, you know, it's just... So, yeah, that's ridiculous. If, you, if, you, if you're somebody that thinks that, you're an idiot. I think that song's about rape. Now, if you want to hear a song that's about rape, uh, Fiddle About by The Who... The who? I've never heard that song. <laughs> Did you ever watch about. Tommy? Yeah. It's like a rock opera. What was it? Tommy. No. It's awesome. Um, there's this boy that's born and he can speak and talk and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And he he uh, and this is all told through song. Oh, you just watched that? You posted a review. Yeah. Yeah. And so he his uh, his father dies in World War One. And uh, um, actually, in the so the the album, the studio album is a little different from the movie. But I'm talking this. I'm talking about the studio album. So in the studio album, his dad dies, and uh, before he's born. Mm-hmm. But later, when he's a little kid, his dad actually comes back, and his mom's dating another man, and the other man kills the dad. And Tommy witnesses this. And so he goes, uh, psychosomatically deaf, dumb, and blind. It's like his mind, he like turns inward because mm-hmm. of the shock. And so he's deaf, dumb, and blind. It's all in his head. Yeah. And, uh, what? Yeah, I'm falling who I was trying to signal you to take, to, Put the mic up to Joe's face and just hear him go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> while we're talking snoring. and while we're talking, just hear. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm not a real, real, real loud snorer, but no, that's sometimes I'll snore more. But, uh, he, uh, he gets babysat. He has to be really taken care of because he's death on blind. Uh huh. So, at first, he's cousin, cousin, his cousin Kevin watches after him, and his cousin Kevin, like, Sticks his head in toilet bowl and you know does all these kind of things, tortures mm-hmm. him basically. And then his uncle Ernie <laughs> watches him, and his uncle they do this song called "Fiddle About," and his uncle Ernie is like, "You won't scream as I fiddle about, oh, fiddle God. about, fiddle about," and he's like, "Up with the bed shirt down with your bed clothes," you know. <laughs> and he's like fiddle about. He's talking about fiddle and the kid's diddle, right? Yeah. The fiddle the diddle. It's kind of messed up. And then, and then the kid becomes a pinball wizard. That's what the song "Pinball Wizard." <laughs> That's a fucked up history. And then he, and then he gets a mirror and he's obsessed with looking at himself in the mirror. So they're like, "Well, he can see because he's looking at himself." And then when the mirror smashes, you come out of the shock and he can see. And that's when they do the song, I'm free. Free falling. No, not that song. Okay. Uh, And then he becomes a messiah. Huh. And he becomes idolized. And then people exploit him and all this stuff. And then they completely disown him. 
Man, this sounds like a really epic movie. It is, it, dude. If, you if, gotta if, watch it. If it has all this shit in one movie. Yeah, you just listen to the album. It has all this in the fucking album. It's nuts, dude. It's like the best album ever so made. So, like, he's born blind, deaf, dumb, or whatever. No, he's not born. Or he can when talk. When he sees his... When he sees his uh, dad die, he okay. comes psychosomatically deaf, dumb, and blind. Okay. Kind of like whenever you see something, you can't speak or something. And his dad's really... His, his stepdad's really kind of like creepy dude like he he takes his son to a prostitute thinking mm-hmm. maybe that'll fix him one of you the songs are really or good the they do this touch me see me feel me heal me you know they do that mm-hmm. like a rock opera like you said where it's yeah but it's really good I, th- I think everybody should check out the album now when they do the uh, movie Ken Russell directed it. Mm-hmm. It's a really good movie, but they fucked the music up. Uh, it's a shame. Because they make all the, they play all the music with uh, electronic music, and then they in the original album was like this rock. Yeah. And they use all this, and then they make all the songs like completely different keys and stuff, and it just is like ugh. But the album, Tommy, is like incredible. Have you? I've never seen this movie. Is it any good? Have you ever seen the Ozzy Osbourne Trick or Treat or whatever? No, I've always wanted to though. I've watched Trick or Treat. There's like a couple of movies called Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. There's that newer one that's like an anthology film. Yeah. And then there's that one where the I think it's like from the '80s. This kid Trick or Treat. He's got like a babysitter. Yeah. Right. I've seen both of those. Yeah, I haven't seen the Ozzy Osbourne one. I really want to. I know it's kind of like a, a holy grail in the VHS community. Mm-hmm. I finally watched a uh, pretty interesting documentary on, on Dracula. And it's really weird because it's a documentary. And it was put out by Intervision. And it's called The Trail of Dracula. And it has like, it has like two hours of Dracula movie trailers on it too. And it's really weird because if you don't know, Intervision... Is uh is like a sub company of Severin. Yeah. But when you watch the documentary, it's it's really good. But basically, it seems like something you'd watch on like BBC or something. You know. But it's really it has a lot of useful info that I didn't know about Dracula. So, um, Dracula. There's no evidence to say that Dracula was based off of Vlad the Impaler. Like everyone thinks that he's based off Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely check that one out. The, do- the documentary itself is like made for TV, so it's like an hour, like sixty minutes. I watched about a, I watched about a forty-five minute documentary on Dracula, and it was hosted by Carl Limley's niece, huh. who's actually in Dracula. She actually has, because Dracula was the first horror movie that had dialogue, like talking. Uh-huh. 1931, right? Yeah, and so, um, she had the first line in the movie, too, so she's kind of credited as having the first line of dialogue in a horror movie. Oh, that's really cool. And she was really old and decrepit looking in this, because this documentary was made, like, probably, like, 90s. Oh, yeah. But, uh, it's on the, uh, Universal release of the Dracula movies. But, uh, yeah, she hosted, I thought the documentary was really great. Uh, they talk about the Spanish version that was made simultaneously. They would shoot the American version at, during the day and then the Spanish version at night. And the Spanish version turned out better, technically. 
from a technical mm-hmm. standpoint because they would watch the American version because they had to copy it. But they would like improve on. They were like, "Oh, what if we did this though? What if we had the crane shot up the stairs instead of just a static shot of Dracula standing there?" Yeah, the, the trailer of Dracula had a lot of that stuff too. Where they yeah. had like interviews with Bela Lugosi. Oh, like damn. The, the first half is just like, "Well, here's the origins of Dracula," and basically like he chose Transylvania. Uh, Bram Stoker chose Transylvania. They think because like, he just thought it sounded cool. There's really nothing else that he would choose because vampires were actually just, like, a thing in every community. Yeah, like, uh, one thing that's cool, um, subspecies. <coughs> I was at Horrorhound, and uh, I was at a panel with Charles Band. Uh-huh. And I asked him uh, what it was like uh, filming uh, subspecies. Now, uh, Ted Niccolo directed subspecies. But I know Charles Van obviously was there during the filming of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually filmed subspecies in Transylvania. That's cool. And there was a civil war going on at the time, so I, I kind of wanted to ask him about how that was. And he said, well, he talked about the whole civil war part for how it was dangerous filming there. Yeah, that would but be fucked. one thing he thought was weird when he went there is nobody knew what vampires were there. And they're really? from Transylvania. And people just didn't understand what that was. See, in the documentary, they talk about that, and they say that the government in Romania is ashamed of, like, Dracula, like, their history, because, like, vampires in Romania a long time ago were, like, a serious thing, kind of like witches, like the Salem Witch Trials, Mm -hmm. and so, actually, like, there's a lot of, there's a, if you go to certain parts of Transylvania, there's, like, tourism, it's like a tourist spot, where they do, like, tours and shows for Uh Dracula, vampires, but the government is really embarrassed by all that because, like, they seriously believed that vampires were real. They just keep it around because it's good business, good tourism. Yeah, they're ashamed of it, but yeah, they got to make money. We're making money off of it, so. Yeah, it was a really good documentary. Just really, really odd that Intervision did it. They got they got a lot of movie clips from the Hammer Horror, Dracula's and. It even has some stuff, some clips from Christopher Lee interviews. Oh, dude, that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's really short, but there's a lot of info that I didn't know. Like, I just didn't know. Like, yeah. I guess uh, Christopher Lee always always used to claim that he uh, he was kind of guilt tripped into doing more of the Hammer Horror Dracula's. Yeah. Because I guess uh, they he was said keeping well, the studio alive. Yeah. Well, think about all the people you're gonna that are gonna be unemployed because we already agreed to do another one with the American distributor. Yeah. And so he he always claimed that that's why he did it, but they have like a guy on there who says I don't think that's probably why he claimed that's what the reason why. But I think secretly he kind of liked doing them. And he, he just a paycheck. Yeah. Well, you know, at one point he was he was getting some pretty good work outside of Dracula. He was in like James Bond. Yeah. But yeah, paycheck always always helps. I heard it was crazy. I, I read a book on Hammer Horror. And I heard it was crazy because like they would be filming three films at the exact same time with the exact same cast. Yeah. So like they would film this one scene, and if the scene in another movie required them to be there again, they would mm-hmm. just. Uh, have the cast change and then they'd be in another completely different movie that must have been so hard to keep track of oh yeah and edit and everything 
And Peter Cushing started off as like their big star, and then like Chris, yeah. Christopher Lee, as he started getting more, doing more like Dracula type roles, they they moved him to be like the headline. Yeah, because he was just like playing like Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, that and, was that was his mummy. that was his first role. I think was the Frankenstein monster. Yeah, and then he was in the Mummy, and with the Mummy, it wasn't like uh, Boris Karloff as a Mummy, because if you remember in the original Mummy, he's only a Mummy for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. and the rest of the time he's just like sly, sort of Count Dracula type character. Uh, so, but in the Hammer Horror Mummy movie. Um, Christopher Lee's actually a mummy the whole movie, and he really doesn't have much acting. Yeah, and it's like that with Dracula. He didn't have he. It was a slow build up for him because, um, like Dracula doesn't like really say much, you know, in the Hammer Horror. But uh, of course, then they moved it to like in Desperation. They kind of moved it to modern day with Dracula AD. Oh yeah, 1972. 1972. That movie's so bad. Yeah, I think they did one more after that. That was supposed to be like a, a like better, but it's still the seventies. Like in like in Dracula eighty seven nineteen seventy two, he's what like a businessman or something behind a desk throughout most of the movie, and then. I think the Satanic Rites of Dracula was the other one that was modern, maybe. I think you're right. But uh, then they made one without Christopher Lee, which was us. Uh, Dracula and the Seven Gold Vampires. Mm-hmm. That movie is almost unwatchable. Yeah. Is that the one they played here? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. I don't even remember a second of it. I don't think we were talking a lot during it. And they did, like, desperation out of that one because they're like, well, what if we uh, put some martial arts in there? Which, you know, yeah. that, that could be cool if you do it right. They had a martial arts drive insanity night, and they, what was the other one they showed? Uh, Superman 2 or something? Yeah. I don't remember anything from that movie either. Nah. We just goof on them that, that night. That night we're just goofing on the movies. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. The movies are always usually like bad. Like they're not like they're still enjoyable, but they're just bad. You know. There's a reason why this movie's probably lost. Yeah. Um. The movie tonight. I wonder if it's gonna be like purple and all that shit. You know. Yeah. Can't remember. Everyone when they do the 35 millimeter and they have it when it's purple it's like really discolored mm-hmm. that's like terrible <laughs> yeah. I still watch them and have fun I kind of like it I think that's part of the in charm in a sense yeah, yeah it's kind it kind of has a charm to it but yeah if it if it was a movie you really wanted to watch you'd kind of be like oh man oh, this is annoying yeah I heard like if you watched Dawn of the Dead and it was all purple you'd be like what the fuck yeah uh, did you ever see their print of Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things? No. I heard that one was really rough. Lots of cracks. That's a really good movie, too. Cracks and pops. Yeah, I like that. It's pretty good. I like it. I thought the makeup was really good in that one. For, you know, 72 or 73. Yeah. You gotta think this was like four or five years after Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I actually heard that Tom Savini was gonna do the the special makeup for Night of the Living Dead, but uh, he was in, like he got he got drafted into Vietnam. Oh shit! Yeah, that helped him. He said for Dawn of the Dead because what he did in Vietnam was he was like a photographer. Yeah, no, that's kind of an infamous story about how. Go ahead and tell it. 
About what? Like, what do you mean? That's cool. all I know. So he was like a photographer. Yeah, right? and so he based all of his, he was able to base yeah. a lot of his special effects off of his, special effects makeup off of that fact. Yeah, he, he basically knew saw what it. The yeah. Looked like yeah. So like he photographed a lot of stuff for the army and the media and stuff. I don't know what he did for the media. I guess did he just photograph for the army? I don't that know. was a really a big mistake they made uh, publicizing that footage. You know how they would show it live yeah. in people's homes. That was a really bad mistake because um, our, depending on how you look at it, I guess a good mistake because um, it really got people saying like this is war is which, which you should have known already. But this yeah. really kind of like was in their face like war is like a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, Vietnam was the first war that they saw on TV because yeah. enough Americans owned TV. Yeah. And so they were like Holy... Like, people like were getting their limbs blown off, and a little kid was sitting at home watching it, probably. Like, there was nothing worse about Vietnam. That could have been somebody's kid or something, you know? Yeah. Like, whenever the guy gets shot in the temple. Have yeah. you seen that? It's yeah. like a famous photo. Yeah. The kid running through the streets, and he's got all his clothes burned off. Yeah. But yeah, like, the Vietnam War was the first war. Like, there was nothing worse in Vietnam that happened in, you know, World War Two, in terms of us, you know. Like, we burned Japanese soldiers alive with flamethrowers in the Philippines. What's your favorite uh, war film? War, war? Me? Yeah. Uh, do you mean, like, historically accurate one? Or? Okay, so we'll divide it up like this. Um, Pre-Saving Private Ryan. Maybe, like, you know, 90s. Early 90s and below. Just, like, what's... Because everyone's going to say, and a lot of people are going to say, well, Saving Private Ryan, it's, uh, you know, well, some of the newer ones, because they're really, like, visceral or whatever. So my favorite, I'll, I'll give you, like, my favorite war movies. Sure. Um, Apocalypse Now. Oh, yeah. Uh, even though that's not, like, historically accurate. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Uh, I really like this movie called, uh, Gun Ho. Hmm, never heard of that one. Um, it's a really like low budget World War Two movie. Hmm. Uh, Pork Chop Hill. Yeah. That one's the the strand played that one. Um, I really like uh, Pass of Glory, with uh, that had a uh, Kurt Douglas's dad or Kurt Douglas in it. Um, that was another Stanley Kubrick. Um, Full Metal Jacket and Pass of Glory are both Kubrick films. Uh, Iron Cross is really good. It's a Sam Peckinpah film. And then there's a Samuel Fuller film that's really good called, um, The Steel Helmet. So I would say those are my favorite war movies. I really like The Green Beret, too, with John Wayne. What, yeah. what, what about you? What do you got? You know, the Green Beret. I just want to say, like, yeah, that's 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 a fun one. Obviously, it's propaganda from John Wayne, but it is fun. I admit that. My favorites. You know, I, I really like the Big Red one with uh, Mark Hamill in it. That's another uh, Samuel Fuller. Samuel Fuller made that one too. It's also got what's his name, Lee Marvin, or I don't know. He's a really famous guy. Um. 
So that's that's one of them. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember liking both of these movies really well when I first watched them. Hamburger Hill and um, uh, Platoon. Yeah. With Willem Dafoe. Well done. Yeah. And uh, I think Charlie Sheen's in Platoon as well. The thing about Platoon is a little it's a little heavy handed. Uh, you know, because Oliver Stone made it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So those, and then I really like uh, Inglorious Bastards, the original. I, I really like that one. Oh yeah, and then that one's another ridiculous one. That's like not historically accurate whatsoever. Oh yeah. And obviously, if I'm going to go with like historically accurate or whatever, I'm, I'm going to say something like Black Hawk Down or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's another one I like too. It has a. Uh, Sean Penn. I don't remember what it's called, but I remember what it's about. So it's based off a true story where a Vietnamese um, woman was raped and killed by like three or four American soldiers. And so Sean Penn is, plays a guy who witnessed that that happened by his comrades. His comrades did that to her. And so like, you know, it's, it's more of a drama, of course, because it's more of like dealing with the aftermath so like they try to kill Sean Penn, they try to frag him. Yeah. And so he like he it's based on a true story, so like he goes to court and they get court martialed and all this other stuff happens. Like a big investigation. Probably not a very good war movie, but it's a good war theme. Like horrors of war, like this is the shit happens because it's based on a real story. Uh Werner Herzog made a really good war movie. With yeah, I know which one you're talking about. With uh that German um, guy. Is the one I was thinking of earlier with the blue hand. Well, he, I don't know if you're thinking about the same movie. Because he it? made a movie with, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Did That was an American Psycho. Uh, uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Uh, I forgot what that movie's called, but it was, it was about this guy that gets captured. And he's in a, he's in a Vietnamese, like, POW. Huh. Uh, how could I forget? It's not really much of a war movie, but The Deer Hunters. Oh, yeah, The Deer Hunters is great. It has, like, war elements, I guess. Yeah. Like There's, like, parts. Of, yeah. Well, they're in, like, a camp. and I'll look him up real fast. He worked with Warner Herzog. Oh, that's right. Something Dawn was the name of that Warner Herzog movie. Mm. He's a really well-known guy. Oh, shit. That's right. Blue Hand. Ooh, I don't remember what it's called. Curse of the Blue Hand or something. Oh. Dude, this movie is so long. Come I know. On. It's like, what the fuck? It seems like it's all over the place, too. Like, It's like, you know. Creature with the Blue Hand. Creature with the Blue Hand. That's a war movie? No, it? no. Is it Warner Herzog? No, it's, um, I'm trying to look up the guy. The really famous German actor. See here, cast. Klaus Kinski. Oh yeah, Klaus Kinski. That guy was nuts. Guy is batshit. Yeah. 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 Just look at that photo. They were making a they were making a movie in Werner Herzog film called Argwire the Wrath of God. That might be the one I'm thinking of. That movie's nuts. But they actually filmed in the Amazon. And uh, Klaus Kinski uh, cut a guy's hand off. Or something. Shot his hand or did yeah. something to him over like a poker game or something. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking he did a did a war movie or something. 
with Werner Herzog. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm trying to think of what it was. I guess he was in a lot of spaghetti westerns too. He was in a lot of Jess Franco films. Well, I guess not a lot, but he was in a lot of Italian horror films. Yeah. Or I'm Italian at right films, now. which I guess. Just Franco's actually a Spanish director, uh-huh. technically, but I always consider him an Italian director. Same with, uh, well, Sergio Leone actually is Italian, but he filmed his movies in Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever you see, like, the, the hills and stuff, it's all in Spain. Also. But, uh... He was in the, yeah, he was actually in, um, for a few dollars more. Koskensi? Yep. Wow. A bullet for the general. He was in, uh, Nosferatu. Oh yeah, the remake. Werner Herzog made a Nosferatu movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Jess Franco's um, Jack the Ripper. He did a really good job in that. Yeah, uh, Severn released that as part of a um, Black Friday special. Like, like a they threw it out there like, oh, it's only for Black Friday. That Jack the Ripper movie. It's a really good movie, actually. Very colorful. Um, Klaus Kinski, I mean, pretty much everywhere in a Herzog film he's in. Okay, I didn't know that, but yeah. Yeah, we're in a Herzog I knew he worked a lot with them. A lot of people don't know this, or, so, Werner Herzog almost has, like, two lives. He has one as a director of, you know, like, linear stories, mm-hmm. storytelling, you know. But he, and he's got, like, tons of more films than most directors but he also has a shit ton I'm talking like a ton of documentaries he made a documentary on the West Memphis 3 it's not the one that everybody knows which is Paradise Lost it's a different one Uh, he did a documentary on that he he did a documentary on that guy that was obsessed with like grizzly bears and ended up getting killed by one damn uh but he also made a documentary called uh, My Best Friend, I think it was called. And it was about Klaus Kinski. <laughs> and how crazy and batshit. That would nuts. be really interesting to watch. Yeah, Have it's really good. It? It's actually on uh, Shout. That Shout app. Mm-hmm. You know didn't, they fuck, didn't they fuck that up? They what? took a lot of stuff down, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it'll probably be hard to find now. I don't think they took stuff down. They just made it really hard to find stuff. Oh, okay. They pretty much had the, the only option they have is they don't have a search option. And the only thing they have is a browse option. And there's only one list. So you have to browse through every movie. And it's not in alphabetical order or anything. Uh-huh. But yeah, he made a movie. He made a documentary about living with Klaus Kinski and being best friends with Klaus Kinski. And how hard it was to do like Werner Herzog would have like so Klaus Kinsey started living with Werner Herzog at a very early age like when they were teenagers oh so he's almost like a brother to him yeah and like stuff would happen like they Werner Herzog would like get a girlfriend and then Klaus Kinsey would like fuck her the hell yeah just stuff like that like most people would probably just give up on him but Werner Herzog wanted to be a director and Klaus Kinsey really wanted to be an actor so, like, Werner Herzog would, like, do psychopathic shit, like, hit on your own, hit, hit on, um, whatever's, uh, girlfriend and stuff like that. Yeah. That's fucked up. Don't do that. 
Creature from the Blue Hand, that was one of the first Drive Insanities that I was at. Or not Drive Insanity, it was the first, one of the first Super Monster Movie Fests I was at here uh, at the Skyline. They played that. He's been, uh, he's kind of had a long day today. But, uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll shut this off for now and then. Yeah, maybe during the Drive Insanity or something. Maybe we'll come back in during Drive Insanity. Let's see. We were recording for an hour. That's pretty good. So, but, you it know, i like probably. a lot longer. I'll probably, like, edit it down. Yeah, it'll probably be, like, 40-something minutes because we did get off topic and other stuff, too. Just we talked about some pretty good stuff, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. Let me turn this off. I want to turn it off and listen to it too because. All right, uh, we're back. This is like several hours later. Oh yes. Uh, Joe, what'd you think of us? I liked it. I mean, there's some, there's a few things that was a little bit silly that, like in a horror movie, I'd never do. But there was a lot of cool stuff. It was, it was uh, kept me wondering exactly what was going on for a while until finally it was kind of revealed. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. What do you think, Curtis? Did it make uh, more sense the second time around? A, a little bit. I, I did catch a few things near the end that yeah. I didn't catch before. Especially the part with, uh, you know, not to give anything away. I don't think the audience really cares that much. But a little bit of an explanation on the ending a little bit more. I think yeah. we're a little slap happy. Joe was making some oh, yeah. inappropriate jokes earlier. I was waiting for the Me killer. And Curtis were laughing. I was just waiting for the killer clowns to to come in and land on at, at the end of the show called us for a twist, but it didn't happen. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Joe had so the whole movie. Joe had some pretty interesting theories that didn't really come to happen. Yeah, yeah I was saying, okay, maybe it's aliens that's doing this or taking over or something. But uh, then we find it's not the aliens doing it. We find it's nothing at all. We find it's man. It's those damn government experiments. You got it. Government. It was always the government the whole fucking time. Yep. Why were they doing experiments like that? And then beep, beep, there was a beep, little twist. Don't trust your government. Don't trust a, the government. There was a little twist at the end, but I actually had the twist at oh, the God, end. Oh, God, a fucking helicopter. I did have the, the twist at the end pegged at the very beginning of the movie. Uh, you, yeah, did. you did. When you said that, I was like, ooh. The movie yeah. hadn't even started. I was like, man, like, I thought I thought Joe had figured it out. Okay, so as my theory uh, proves correct, is this towing, or is this? Uh, it should be the. It should be Solomon, whatever. Yeah, it should be the okay. other one. Simon. So, Simon says, "Go, go take a crap." Or something. Yeah. So my theory is correct. Sometimes this happens, folks. The movie is completely purple. Purple nurple. Well, when you're showing some of these old 35 millimeter films, or or even some 16 millimeter, mm-hmm. or something, and they sit around for years and decayed, they'll. The, tend, the trend is to turn reddish and then purpley or what purple color. And that's just the way it is a lot of times. That's life, so. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be interesting because... That's really, like, really red. It's really... I mean, there's purple. no other color but purple. So. American Werewolf in London, when they showed that, it was like this, too. Yeah, that, and I thought that was weird because that's kind of a... 80s, like, yeah. yeah. It's not that old. Well... I mean, it, it also could depend on where they stored it, how they stored it. Well, I mean, and let's the film face print it, quality. it's probably, it's film, mm-hmm. and it might be, it's what, is it probably Don's collection? 
Yeah, it should be. I think all the drive insanity is gone. Yeah, a lot of this stuff, I mean, it decays. You know, it yeah. does that. It turns red. Yeah. Oh, and, oh man, that's bright. Somebody's got their reverse Ooh. slats on. Yeah. Hopefully they turn that's that off. That's my brother, it looks like. I'll give him a call and tell him to turn it off. <laughs> oh, he's Could you not? He's about to turn anyway. <laughs> you uh, should, yeah. should still call him. Okay. Turn your lights off. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, wow, this is going to be a rough... Well, I mean, you know, obviously I'm not complaining, it's just... Yeah, you are. Some yeah. you are. Yeah. Stop your bitching. You watch it purple and you'll like it. Back in my day, we watched all of our movies in purple. They called it Purple Rama Vision. <laughs> the audio is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, maybe oh, his name's Simon. So. Yeah, his name's Simon. He's Simon. He's Simon obvi- says. He's already king of the witches. <coughs> Simon says become king of the witches. Be a warlock. Mm-hmm. I actually... Uh, yeah, they call me king of the bitches. I actually uh, knew somebody that was a Wiccan. Uh-huh. What is a Wiccan? It's, well, it's people who are on Wick, like that Wick. No. Oh, they make the Wikipedia? No, not Wikipedia. Like, they're on Wick. What's that? It's like food stamps. That's, that's what not, a Wiccan is. Well, that's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> women, Are you serious, Curtis? Yeah. Okay, what Curtis is referring to, just for the record, is I do know a little bit about this because my wife uh, does some of that stuff. W-I-C, Wick. Mm-hmm. That stands for Women, Infants, and Children. And Wiccans, yeah. It's a program uh, for Wiccans. To uh, he's, <laughs> no. Curtis is funny than that. Uh, that's a program that helps families and stuff. But anyway, back to what I was saying with Wiccan. Uh, this was like a person that, uh, in their own way, is like a modern witch. No, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of. Oh, yeah, I think I saw a video. There's a lot of people who like are like I'm a Wiccan, but they don't necessarily do like all the weird stuff you think or bad stuff, but. It's like a it's like a D and D nerd basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard of those. But they, they like they like uh They're they, really just pagans, they're not really Satanists. Yeah, like ooh nature But that or but then again that's okay because Witch. uh there's multiple gods, Wiccan. you know. Don't let this out anywhere. <coughs> hint hint microphone going where uh, um, I'll make a really loud sound I am, uh, Um I'm actually from forty years into the future. Really? That's and, interesting. And uh but that was just a stopping point. So, you know, shh. So are you back to the future or are you back <laughs> to the past? Wait, you're 40 years from the, in the future? 40 years in the future, but that was my temporary stay. I'm actually from uh, about 200 years ago, but in a parallel universe. Mm-hmm. That's how you know about Wick and Wiccans. <laughs> And the Wiccans had taken over. We're having fun, folks. We're having fun. That's that's how you know that the Wiccans are on Wick. In the year 2060, all Wiccans will be on Wick. Mm -hmm. Well, you know the the gap, the wage inequality gap, they just can't afford food. Well, They gotta get free bread. It's really only while they have infant children. Yeah. But they have infant children all the time because they're pagans. Well, you know, pagans, they can't produce titty milk. So they gotta get like. Well, they're heathens. It, it, it takes too much money to buy the formula. See, they're they're, see, they're heathens. So. 
Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that looks like Jim Winorski. Look at that guy. Oh shit. <laughs> Show me your titties. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. God damn it, Jim. I hope he's not listening. Just listening. Just edit that out. <laughs> These heathens <laughs> reproduce like rabbits. And then they get put on the wick. And they're wickings. And they're wicking it. Wicking it? God damn. <laughs> Is that Jim Winorski? Oh, yeah. That's seriously ah. just like a young Jim Winorski. Jim, were you in this movie called Simon Says? Simon Says. What the fuck he would say? He'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Parents? Are you in Simon Says? He'd probably... He's, He'd probably start production tomorrow. Yeah, well, he would start posting pictures of women with huge titties, and he'd be like, Simon <laughs> Says is now in production. Oh, my God. Simon Dude, Says, well, strip nude for your killer. Full, fully loaded Cindy <laughs> Bernhardt has joined. Yeah. Has joined Simon Says. And it's just like a picture of her with, like, sweaty... I'm actually socks. Big fucking quadruple D's. <laughs> yeah, just like balloon yeah. titties. Just like deformed, yeah. big. Titties. She's so pretty. Balloon watermelon titties. Simon? This is Simon. This is Simon, King of the Witches. Simon? Oh, Simon, ah. please send the maintenance worker out to the porta potty right away. <laughs> we have Simon, to, King of the Witches. <laughs> we have we have a catastrophe out there. Simon, please report to the bathroom. Bring a mop and a bucket. No one can sit on the seat anymore. <laughs> Simon, we need you to clean the bathrooms. Simon, king of the witches, to the bathrooms. Crazy chewing gum. That's a great way to pick up girls. Yeah, just, just stand next to him awkwardly chewing gum. Yeah. And then he just takes it out of his mouth and just puts it in her mouth. Ooh, gosh. That girl kind of looks like... Um, this chick from Texas Chainsaw? That's what I was going to say. Was it Ki- Kitty Spacek? She, she looks like... Who's the girl that played Carrie? Uh, sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek, yeah. She's such a sissy. Kitty. Sissy girl. God, I'm tired. <laughs> no, well, it is a... Uh, God damn, how many pieces of bubblegum does he got in his mouth? It's 2.30 a.m. and we're just starting Simon King. Yeah, it's 2.30. We just started a movie. We got another movie left to go. This is how, you know, this is driving insanity. That's how it works, people. It's, it's insane. Dri- it's driving insanity, all right? That means some of us are fucking insanity. We are fucking insane. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> well, you have to be someone sane, I suppose, to... Uh, Watch Simon and the King of the Witches at mm-hmm. two in the morning. This isn't really a two in the morning type of film so far. Uh, what I'd consider a two in the morning type film would be something uh, a little more exciting. Bigfoot versus DB Cooper. That was, <laughs> no, that was exciting. Oh my god! <clears throat> There's a movie I'd like to see again, just because I liked it. I saw it late night TV many years ago, but <clears throat> it's The Golem. There's several movies about the Golem, like a silent one. There's others. Mm. But the one I'm referring to is the one with Roddy McDowell in it. Hmm. And I, it, might be from the, it might be from the 50s or 60s. I don't remember exactly the year without looking it up on the Internet. So I'm sure we'll look it up and find exactly what date it was. But um, that's a version Curtis. that, I, that yeah. I like that I'd like to see again. 
Uh, I really yeah, liked I, it. I've never seen that version. Yeah. We saw Dirt Golem. We did a review on that in our first yep. Dirt Golem. Yeah, that was... I actually really liked that one. Dirt. Dirt. Ow, fuck my neck. We might we might have to just go home because his Curtis neck just broke. I just snapped my neck. Boy. I'll be okay. Just it's, leave me. It's an insane world. Just leave me in the grass. Fucking leave me. Leave me behind. We're still in Jess's car. It's, little, it's gotten pretty cold outside. Yeah. Uh, we got pillows and blankets. Oh, wait. Whoops. I got a pillow and blanket. You got... That's because you keep hogging them. <laughs> oh. Fucking pillow hog. I actually threw one of the uh, you know, uh, sleeping blankets in the trunk to get it out of the way because I didn't know if uh, Stephen was coming over or not to sit with us. Yeah, so... If we need to get it, I can get it back out. It's a real starry night. Yep. Stars are out. Good. <laughs> Stars are out. Oh, wait, what? Huh? Oh, yeah. Up here. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma. It's not real yep. stars, is it? I thought I saw the big dipster. Ah, but... shit. I thought I saw the big shitter. Big shitter. <laughs> Shaped like a giant turd. Oh. Um, what was I going to say? That goes right to the ocean. Where are they? What is going on? They're in somewhere that's really red. Maybe the desert. Can, can somebody look up a plot for this real quick? Sure. <laughs> What's it called? Simon King of the Witch. So he showed them that pentagram. Did they follow him after? Oh, is he smoking the devil's lettuce now? Oh, no. His penis is going to Sorry, fall folks. Probably, uh, we like to get insane, but not that insane. He's probably trying to calculate a course to e-space or something. He shouldn't be injecting marijuana. <laughs> yeah, 1971. This guy's perf- this guy on this show is performing a highly complicated technical I want to see if uh, there's a procedure. DVD. That'd be really funny. God damn, if that's a joint, that's a big joint. Is there, is there a DVD? Looks like a cigar. In DVDs. You know what? Even though I was kind of code red, even though this is the code red version. Yeah, it's all red. Um, even though I was kind of joking about being purple, I much prefer this than the DVD or Blu-ray. That's the thing. When you go to a movie theater and they just show, or if you go to a theater, and I know the Strand kind of does this, but. When you go and just see a DVD, it's like, I could just see that home. Yeah. Show me the print. Right. Simon Sinastrari, a cynical... Here's the plot, folks. Oh, yeah, I need to put that too, don't I? Forgot about that. A cynical ceremonial magician is on a quest to become a god. Simon is living in a storm sewer, selling his charms and potions for money when he is befriended by a young male prostitute named Turk. (coughs) Turk introduces Simon to his world of drugs, which Dirk, we're Dirk, at. They're, they're doing the drugs right now. Wild parties and bizarre satanic rituals featuring ultraviolet. I thought they went out of business. And they go. <laughs> Death, freak out. Gotta ama- get that UV code. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's it with? Yeah. Death, freak outs, and mayhem ensue, along with romance for Simon, who becomes king of the bitches. Dude, so that that plot actually kind of sounds cool, but so far, all yeah. I can tell you is the storm drain sounds is like pretty a bunch boring. of fucking nut jobs to me. So let me look. Sounds up like the, a bunch of hippy dippy. 
Let me look up the, the plot. This is so. definitely uh, Manson family inspired, for sure. Especially being seventy-one. What was it? It's called So. To, to so this is one of those. This is actually a subgenre of film where it's films that came out after the Manson Manson family murders were uh, solved. And uh, there's a lot of films like this where it's like. Uh, especially 71, there's a lot of uh, satanic, drug-induced cults. There's like a whole subgenre of that. I, um, I Drink Your Blood is one of the yeah. best ones, I think. 1971. Yeah. It was actually one of the first, I think, X-rated movies as well. Uh, Trip with the Teacher is another one. But, uh... It's not as good as the uh, sword and sandals, John. Yeah. What, what do you think? Chris? Well, I prefer uh, sword and sorcery, John. Well, yeah, sword obviously sword and sorcery, but no, sandal and, and sorcery. When you get into sword. tenth level uh, subgenre classifications, I would consider sword and sorcery to be like a level two yeah. subgenre. But this is like a sub 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 subgenre. Sword so and sandals. When you when you're ranking, they have the to specifically have sandals. Yeah. I don't see any sandals anyway. Uh, do they wear sandals in Conan the Barbarian? Um, yeah, I think they do. I think that's considered a sword and sandal film. Sword and sandal. They're really there is some sorcery, but I would say there's more sandals. The uh, sword and sandal genre really refers to um, Steve Reeves films. Mm-hmm. You know, like Hercules, all those Hercules films. Yeah, Hercules in New York, and oh, well, not that one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Moment is superior to Hercules. Do not tip the balance of justice. Hey, man. Don't be so square, man. (laughs) He looks like he went to Harvard. This is when they were ex- experimenting in uh, the queer arts. Mm-hmm. The idea of a blowjob was foreign. It was a bizarre concept, putting a dick in your mouth. This is uh, this is just a f- only a few years before they invented the uh, female orgasm. Yes. So. Um, the history of the, of the female orgasm is very complex. It's quite short. Yeah. Well, it's very complex, too, because, you know, women, women are complex. They don't, uh... <laughs> we were actually sticking in belly button for several years. Yeah. We, we don't understand. I guess they were acting the whole time like that. <laughs> They're still acting most of the time, you know. Women don't really, they don't really want sex or... Anything. Yeah. Joe? What's your take on the women? On women? What's or, my orgasms? take on women on orgasms? Oh my gosh. You really want me to spill it out on your program? <laughs> yeah. It's widely it's widely syndicated. I don't know, man. It's widely syndicated. It's, it's my, our sponsors our sponsors Oh my no. Our sponsors would not like that. Well. We just lost 
12 sponsors, Charlie, if you're happy. <laughs> Good. Ooh. Now she's actually kind of pretty. Mm -hmm. She got a pretty mouth. It's raining. The rain's back. Free shower. Oh, step outside quick. There's a cigarette burn. <clears throat> now what Joe does is the film used to the films used to actually be split up into several parts of you know small not small reels but like you know normal size reels. And what Joe does is he takes all those reels and puts it on this big mm -hmm. uh, pallet is what they call it. And it's this huge reel. So that way he only has to change the film out twice. Now back in the day, what they did is they had two projectors. And one would be running the film, and the other one would have the second reel already loaded onto it. And they'd switch to the second reel, and then they'd reel up the third reel on the first one again, and you know, so on and so forth. But what Joe does to save some time is, and not have two 35mm projectors, because they're kind of hard to come by nowadays, is he puts it on a big pallet. And they're huge. It's pretty cool. Uh, I think we've all been in the back, right? The projection mm -hmm. booth. Oh, yes. So, yeah, several times. So We know what it's like in there. It's kind of cool. If you ever get the chance to get to the skyline, uh, Joe's pretty busy nowadays, but... Uh, you could always ask him if you could take a look back there, and he, he he'll usually show you. It, it, it's it's kind of it's pretty neat that the that you know there's still some drive-ins that actually once they got converted to digital also kept their old system mm -hmm. and had the ability to do both. You know, yeah, you know, run the new stuff. You know, on maybe digital or the you know the digital projection unit, and then. Uh, uh, with a server and then uh, the old way with the film and so that's mm, yep. makes it really kind of nice. most places just kind of throw out the projector and, yeah. and sell it or whatever yeah. I wonder how expensive a, a 35 mil per, millimeter projector is must be a lot of money I think I'm not sure for one like Joe has yeah you know, from 50 probably 55 I don't remember what year it is. Yeah, it's a 55 or a 65 or something. That thing's a beast, too, when you see it. Oh, he just drew a pentagram. This is not a wholesome Christian movie. But, uh, yeah, the projector's a beast. It's huge. Mm -hmm. It's, like, bolted to the floor. Uh, it's got, like, tin foil around it, around this one specific piece. So, now, yeah, that's probably why a lot of them get rid of it too, save space. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it takes up a lot of. Now, uh, Joe's a trooper. If you remember the uh, infamous skyline flood of 2018, uh, the Great Flood. Joe, the uh, water was kind of up to Joe's, over the top of his feet, and he's in the projection room. I'd say up to his ankle. Mm -hmm. He's in the projection room running the film still. <laughs> yeah. Could have easily been electrocuted to death. 
He risked his life. He risked his life so that we could watch the movies. Speaking of uh, you know, elect- electrocuted, I remember um, uh, one time at the Holiday Drive-In, uh, we were when when the old, when he still had the old uh, projector before we went, before we went digital there, um, walking in, and uh, we had an issue with uh, the projector where all of a sudden we started getting some smoke and arc and so we went to look to try to figure out what it was and when we touched the case we got a jolt and come to find out what it was is the there was wiring that was in there that it was got rotted enough and bad enough that it was ate through and it was hitting the case it was hot and it was arcing and that's what this little smoke was coming from so we had to cut the power and take it out and, and find uh, some replacement piece of wire and wire it back inside the old projector. But that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, Joe has actually, like last year or whatever, they had a problem with the projector and they spent like all day fixing the... Is that Joe there? There he is. Excuse me, sir. Could you guys keep it down? Oh. <laughs> Are we too loud? <laughs> we thought maybe somebody was complaining. <laughs> I was like, well, my window is cracked. You know? Yeah, because we, we were talking. Hey, hey, have Joe come in here real quick. I'm just harassing you. <laughs> hey, Joe. Yeah. We're recording right now, actually. <laughs> nice. We yeah. were just talking about you. Yeah. Oh, awesome. We were talking like, about the flood. He's, he's a hero. Real American hero. Yeah. Here, get the mic out there. That was, that was too, you know. Oh, Joe! 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 Say something for the audience at home. Hi, audience at home. Uh, don't believe a single thing they say about me on this show. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> too late. I thought maybe there was somebody complaining. Could <laughs> you keep it line. down? That'd be nuts, because it's like, turn up your radio. Because we were kind of talking you, I put it about where you had it there. Could you imagine getting in trouble by Joe? <laughs> yeah, he, that's interesting. He came out to see us, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, he said he was going to. Yeah. I was eating my peanuts like this, and he comes over. <laughs> I did too. I was like, "You're like, tell Joe to come in here." I'm like, "Don't tell Joe to come in here." <laughs> he probably smelled your peanuts in your breath. It's like pot or something. He's like, "I smell peanuts in here. We don't sell those. You eating some peanuts? We don't sell peanuts." Knocks on the windshield with the flashlight. You been eating some peanuts? Oh yeah, we're still recording, so he's probably gonna find out. Well, you can cut this out. I think I spent like. I'm pretty sure I spent at least forty dollars so far at the at the cafe. Uh, so, yeah. well, I haven't had it. Joe. I didn't eat any peanuts or nothing. I got offered a pair. I said, "Whoa, <laughs> since you're my friend, I won't turn you in." But no. There's some good peanuts here. Some good peanuts here. Well, just for the record, I'm. I had pizza here at the Skyline, so it was good. Yeah. I had a burger, fries, pizza, breadsticks, drinks. Yeah, you're regular fat ass. Okay. Try extra twig. I watched, uh, I'm actually getting a little bit of weight on me. It's kind of nice. 
Yeah. Do you take those uh those those shakes that help you put on weight? No. Like ho like Holocaust victims had to drink. No, I eat a lot of fried chicken. Oh, okay. Well, that works too. KFC. Are you one of those persons that can eat everything and never gain? Yeah. I tell you what, though, man. I I was out playing on this playset with Izzy. Mm -hmm. Man, I got so warm. I got worn out like in a second. I was like, whew. I was climbing the monkey bars. I was like, whew. Lord. Back in the day, I could do that like back and forth a million times. For me, it'd be like, man, I took Izzy out and like, I was tired by the time I got there. Like, seriously. Why do you, do you feel like if you do certain things, it's like, oh my God, it take wears you out or something? Yeah, like I was doing the monkey bars. Yeah. And my arms were like killing me. You do something like push-ups or something every day. Are you asking me? No, I was saying I need oh. to. Mm-hmm. You don't need to, Joe. Gosh, Joe's like a professional runner. I would, if if you would have uh, if you about a couple years ago, a couple years ago, if um, if somebody said what. Well, you know, thought I'd be running like I run now, I would think, no way, that's not possible. Mm-hmm. I, and, and there's no way I could run any of the distances or anything like I do now, you know, at that time. I probably would have a heart attack and die. <laughs> yeah. Let that be a motivational speech for y'all. But actually, uh, yeah, I've got to where I can I can run quite a bit on these things. and do pretty good for me. What's you your know. What's your age, Joe? Fifty-seven. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thirty years older than me. But believe me, there's many times I've been on these runs that I wish I had the youth that some of these other people I see. You know, uh-huh. they've got that youth. You know, and if I was that age, I could probably do more if I was doing those, these kind of things. You know. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. You do what you can do. Simon didn't say. <laughs> Simon says. No. Um, I don't know if I'm getting used to it or what, but it looks a little less purpley. Yeah. A it's little not, bit, yeah. A little it, bit it's color. not as bad as some I've seen. I've seen some, uh, whether it be here or any any drive-in or any theater mm-hmm. where they've shown old ones that's where the film turns red. I've seen some so bad it's almost impossible to see. So this is not bad at all. It oh, really looks no. like the... Oh, huh? What are they going to do with that chicken? They're gonna they're gonna cut him up, cut his head off and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fried chicken tonight, boys. Do a little sacrifice. It better come, man. Eating sacrifice. fried chicken in the name of Satan. No. Yeah, Charlie, you could uh, join me in two weeks. Two weeks from from this morning. Two weeks from now. From this morning. I was told not to do much cardio. Why is that? Who told you that? Yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Doctor Hours. Yeah. It'll be a, it'll be a six point five five mile. No. Do you have asthma mile. or something? No, I was just saying that because like I would lose weight. Uh, that's true. Not really. Then lose you would weight. look like a Holocaust survivor. Yeah, and then I'd go back to look like a Holocaust survivor. 
some of the heaviest stuff we dealt, man. We're thinking about keeping it ourselves, right? Right. It's definitely too tough stuff. Yeah, you don't need to lose weight. You need to uh, get, get a little fatter. I think if I do like, muscle too, a little yeah. bit of muscle. I think if I did like push-ups and. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe uh, you could do them with like Izzy or something, like climb the monkey bars. Chin-ups, yeah. chin-ups with, with Izzy. Yeah. Oh. You you and Izzy, like by the time Izzy's like five Izzy or six. Buff, yeah, she'd be all swole. Yeah. Swole. Ripped. She'd look like Rambo. Rambo, uh, whatever. Three, four, two. Cha -cha. She'd look like Wing Wing or whatever that guy's name is. Mm -hmm. Remember that little dwarf? Yeah. <laughs> Cha cha, and then you'd be like, "Don't hit me, Izzy!" <laughs> oh my God! Oh. He, wow! <laughs> so he just used the power of Satan. Look at the doggy. <laughs> he used the power of Satan yeah. to have this flower pot land on this dude's head and kill him. And this dog came up and licked him. They should have that dog pissing on him. That'd be mm -hmm. funny. You're up, man! Wow. This movie is insane. Like, fire up, man. Follow me, Tex. You sure the hell ain't eating fried chicken? Fried doggo. I live in the sewage system. Gee whiz, mister. That's the American dream. Golly. Live in a sewer. You're a subterranean crackhead. When I grow up, I want to be just like you. When I grow up, I want to be a rock and roll star. I want to rock. How'd you make out? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Hell, that sounds like Jerry Abrams, Mayor for Life of Louisville. So, um, this male prostitute looks like he's from, like, the Partridge family. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's a little bit weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a male prostitute, mister. Somebody was... Golly! I think somebody was on the, the wacky weed a little too much or something when they come up with this movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think somebody just read, like, a Manson tabloid and decided to make a movie. Manson cuts up chickens or something, like he's, like, a Satanist. There's so many rumors about him when it first, you know, broke. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I heard they actually summoned Satan. I heard they did fire rituals with with elephants. They summoned Native American spirits. Far out, man. I like feeling. That's man, right that's there. far out. That's groovy. That's a real trip, man. You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, they're all weird. The movie's weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Hey, man, we'll see some uh, boobies. Some uh, gothic style boobies. So, so, what do you do? Like your little. This this uh, recording, where where does he get played at? I don't know. I'll probably just throw it up on Anchor, I guess. 
I don't want to really throw it up on uh, SoundCloud because it's going to take up a lot of. We now they'll have they'll have to get rid of that episode too. So I don't really want to do that. Yeah, and it's like what is it, two hundred and oh, something dollars a year, a month, or something? Hundred forty-four oh, a year. He's got the fancy cut knife for the birthday cake. <laughs> he needs to cut. He needs to cut her wrist straps. Which bowling Whoa, ball? Which bowling ball do you want? Yeah. I think he needs to cut the. I like this one. Juice to this movie. Oh, yeah, she's just standing there holding like Gee. two balloons. I don't know if they are bowling balls. Man. For the viewers. Oh, at home. here we go. You may for have the, to. You for the listeners check, at home. You, you keep doing that. You're gonna have to check your underwear, boy. I know it's gonna. Mm-hmm. It's gonna itch in a little bit. What? He got excited because he saw the bowling balls and the lady like. Uh, okay. Well, so I think I just. We just about saw it down. Mm-hmm. Magnetic electric. Magnetic electric. It's a magneto. Okay. Here we have boobs. Oh, I smell that one. Sorry. We have boobs. <laughs> he said magnetic electric. It did, something popped. Totally crazy popped in my mind. Uh oh. That can't oh, no. be the end of the real one, it can made it? Me, it made me think. All right, it's a real change, we'll real change time, folks. Wow. It's black out here. Hope nobody goes streaking by. Um, look, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know how, like, we all have our smartphones now, so we Facebook, mm-hmm. we instant message, we all do this stuff that we communicate with like crazy. Everybody does now. <clears throat> Okay, and of course, I already told my age, 57, uh, but uh, in the 70s and the early, maybe, maybe very early 80s, (laughs) I had, uh, uh, we did some, you know, there were CBs, you know, you did CBs, they're still, uh, that still exists. Where you have like a public domain or Like where you have the radios? Radio. Your own um, personal radio station kind of. Well, when I went to, uh, when I went to electronic school... Um, one of my courses was two-way radio communications, and in that class you got a, uh, it was a mobile uh, CB, mm-hmm. you know, one that you can mount in your car. And and I ended up having it in the car for a while, but then I also took it out. I had it where I could just pop it out, and I had a power supply uh, at home. You know, you plug it in, it's a pot, like a little ICO power supply. And it would be regulated uh, like 13 volt, 0.8 volts, or adjustable 12 volts. And I could power my uh, CB radio at home uh, on the 12 volts, you know, online because they were designed to work off your cigarette lighter or hard warm into your car. And anyway, I could uh, do it at home too. I had a base antenna at home and I had a mobile antenna on the car. And anyway, uh, we would all talk, and that's how we communicated, you know, uh, mm-hmm. other than telephone calls, you know. But weekend, you'd be out driving around. There you go, Charlie. Ooh. And uh, we'd talk on the radio. We all had handles. And my handle was Electro, Electro Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Uh, have you heard that song, uh, Teddy Bear? Teddy Bear. Maybe. I think I have. Where it's the guy on the CB, and he talks to this kid. That's oh, yes. Crippled. Yes. Bam. That's a good one. Yeah, don't uh, buy, uh, truck drivers still use those kind of? Do they still use those? Oh, yeah. Okay. They still have some, yeah. But that was a lot of fun back in the day. 
That was a lot like what we're doing nowadays, but it just was with those, you know. Mm. I had one from my uh, great uncle. Uh, and uh, I couldn't. Uh, it was a CB radio, but, you know, I couldn't figure out how to plug it in and all that business. It was actually out of a semi truck, so it had like just wires. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. it needed to be like wired into a probably console or something. 12 volt DC. Yeah, look at them, Charlie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are pretty nice, kind of pointy. Yeah. She got those like. There's nothing wrong with that. I like all shapes and sizes. I think they call those like dick tits. You ever heard that that term? No. Dick tits. Nope. Nope. Not me. I've never heard that. You guys are on the loop then. <laughs> dick tits. So. They look like dicks or something, like pointy. Well, I guess this guy's going to be screwing her or something. Cause it looks like head. they're going to do something. That's what Satan is doing. Someone at the door. Someone at the they door. sex. Satanist orgy. Well, maybe I'll get off you. Maybe I'll stop this and then uh, see if I can't get... Uh, Maybe I can get a conversation with Joe. See if I can find there him. There you go. All right. Sometimes I like to talk to Joe while the movie's playing. We'll see if he can give us a better history of this film. Well, I did talk to Joe, but I felt kind of weird whipping out the recorder. So I didn't record any of it. Okay. Were you asleep, Joe? No, well, we, oh, okay. we were talking, but... So, what did you talk to Joe about? Oh, I don't know. Bullshit. What did we talk about? Boy, look at them there. There's, there's some mm. girls for you. He was saying that the third reel, which is the reel we're on right now, is a lot better. Yeah. Uh, well, to be honest. Color quality. Mm -hmm. This movie has not been... Not bad. I've seen much worse here before, Red and other places. I mean, this looks fine. Yeah. Uh, he said that Don owns uh, a couple different prints of this. Hmm. So next time, if they ever show it again, or if they ever, God dang! Oh God, she's got some big ones. Holy yeah. fuck! <laughs> oh my! Oh, she got a nice ass too. Yep. Yeah. But uh, he's he's taking notes in there so that he can. Uh, have Don like you know splice, splice in the third reel of this one, in the fourth oh, reel, and then hopefully on the on the other copy they have the sec the first and second reel are really good. So this movie has five reels. Uh, towing has. Oh look at this! Hey, those are old lady titties. She's in, the, she's in the picture too. Old ladies can be Satanist too, people. Okay, let's not discriminate. And I tell you what, just because you get older, don't mean you still can't fuck. <laughs> and Joe knows. Hey. He's recording again. <laughs> I turned it off, Joe. You can tell us everything. Yeah, it's off. It's off. Tell us everything. I see lights on it. It ain't off. Whisper it in my ear. Oh, that would be creepy. Whisper, whisper your sex life into my ear. Whisper it in my ear. I swear there's no recorder behind my ear. Here. Curtis, come here. I'll whisper my sex life into your ear. Right. I'll, I'll tell you this much. Here's mm -hmm. you. Okay. <laughs> that 
I'll tell you Does this. Does that one. actually happen? Are you kidding me, right? That's the, can I tell you mine? Come on. What happened? What's, what's going on? Come here. Come here, you motherfucker. My girlfriend's name is Jill. <laughs> J-I-L-L. <laughs> Jill. You got a lot of girlfriends because you can go on Pornhub. Yeah. Exactly. And you can type in J-O-I. You ever watch those? J-O-I? J-O-I. Jello? Jell- J- what? J-O-I. J-O-I, what is that? Jerk off instructions. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I saw a meme that had that as a... What were you about to say, Joe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's about to spill oh. something juicy because he goes like, we'll say this. and then he's like, I don't know. Now he's, now he's shut up like a clown. Okay, what I was going to say while I go was... Here that guy was there performing some kind of weird ceremony. Like you said, they're all drugged out and they're supposed to be doing weird devil worship stuff or something. Or witches and warlock stuff or whatever. And they're doped out. And here they got all these half-naked women running around. And this guy's doing all this other stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, if he was, if this was real life and he was a single dude like that, he'd be screwing every damn one of them. Mm-hmm. He'd be, you know, with what's going on. I think he's screwing this little male prostitute boy. Yeah. I was telling Joe, I think this male prostitute hasn't had any clients yet because he's so just so innocent. He doesn't understand that most of his clients will be, you know, 46-year-old 40, fat old men, you know, hairy. And they'll want to do, like, some bondage and s and stuff. Squeal like a pig, boy! He'll be 50-year-old man... Uh, crying while he's doing them doggy style saying I'm not gay don't look at me don't look at me yeah I would I would get into male prostitution too if I thought it was going to be hot women that were mm-hmm. wanting to be my clientele but that's not what's going to happen His purple, uh, purple dress shirt. I want, I want purple. You want purple, eh? Yep. Give me some of that purple stuff. Give me some purple drink. Purple, purple. Whoa! I get very Oh wait, that's a boy. What? That's a boy? Yeah. God oh damn it. God. I just said I'd give him a purple nurple too. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, I, I, is it gay to give some a guy a purple nurple? Could be a lot worse. Could be I could have said, look, I'd suck on them titties or something. You know? Purple nurple is just so, like, eh. I got this hilarious story. Um, you guys must have it bad now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, 
I was uh, I was in Detroit and I was friends with this guy, uh, this Nigerian. Was he a Nigerian prince? His name was. <laughs> he could have been. God damn it! I'm too tired. So. Three eighteen. Uh, That's all right. His name was. Uh, I'm half. I'm half here, laying here. Just hey, if I doze off, I don't care. Send me your fucking money. I'm just. I'm just taking it easy, man. I might even doze off. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, what's a Nigerian Not, prince? So Not I. To the fucking farm. idiot. I had the Nigerian friend. His name is Shola. He's really cool. Is he the one that eats the grasshoppers? <laughs> Mr. Miyagi? <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> I think we've broken Curtis. Wexel, <laughs> jack off. <laughs> God. He's gone. He's gone, folks. Yep, he's done lost his... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you're going to want to hear the story here now. Okay, so what about the Nigerian prince? So we're driving. So we're driving. Yeah. And, uh. He goes. He goes, oh man! Look at that big booty, man! Look at that big booty! He's not Jamaican, by the way. I just can't really do a Nigerian accent. Booty. He's like, look at the booty, look at the booty. And I'm like. I look at this booty he's referring to. He's like, oh, he's saying all these dirty things. Like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It ends up being a fat little black boy on a bike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he oh gets, once he finds out, he gets so pissed. How embarrassing that would be. He's like, hey, hey what? He, I don't want to so fuck funny. that booty. <laughs> Dude, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I don't remember what show I was watching, but at home, in the living room, the mother-in-law watches all kinds of... She loves to watch all the, like, haunted shows or, you know... Mm -hmm. Which I like some of that stuff, too. You said your wife does? My, my mother-in-law, she... Oh, your mother-in-law. She likes to, to watch, uh, like, the haunted... You know, like, ghost hunter-type shows. And yeah. Mm -hmm. I like some of that, too, but she watches all kinds. And then she, she's always watching some kind mm -hmm. of a, a reality show. Well, there was something... I don't remember what the reality show was, but it was a couple of years back... And these guys were going out on dates with women, you know. And uh, what happened was this one guy, he found out that the woman he was dating was really a man down there. How long was he dating? Well, not very long. Oh. But he found out because it was starting to get a little bit, you know. He felt the bulge. Well, you know, they were starting to get uh, a little more, in, I don't want to say intimate yet, but they were starting to, you know. And he was livid because he, you know, he didn't want that, you know, and he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he didn't like both or, you know, men, and he was really livid because somebody set him up, you know, and apparently they might have known, but. I've heard a story like that, and the guy actually killed the girl, the train, like it was on a, a reality show, not a reality show, but, you know, a prison show. I, I mean, you know, there's, there's gay people, transgender, whatever they want to do, that's their business, you mm -hmm. know, I don't, I don't knock any of them, I, whatever they do, I mean, that's not me, I don't, 
I don't, I don't get it, you know, because it's, I'm different. I'm just a regular straight guy, so I don't, you know, but I, but I don't go try to change them, or I don't go try to tell them what to do, or, or say, I don't usually go around uh, mm-hmm. trying to say, hey, those people are terrible. I don't do that. You know, whatever they want to do, that's their business. Let them do it. You know, it's all fine and well. Uh, yeah. Curtis wants them all to be arrested. Yeah, I want them all to be deported back to Mexico. <laughs> back to Mexico. Yeah, no. Be what you want to be. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that, but like that lifestyle, but you know, it's not my choice. I'm not, just I'm not, th- just th- be just respectful. Uh, don't, don't be a dick. Don't throw in other people's face and make people that are straight feel like they're yeah. here, but it's evil. Racist homophobes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. See what I mean? You don't seem to want to touch that thing. You, you can you can st- you can still love somebody or care for someone and not agree with their lifestyle or whatever. Yeah, it's called tolerance now. Yeah. I don't have to agree with everything everybody does Whoa. that I love. What the hell is it? Do you see don't that? No. What was it? It's some lawn and he waved over that plant and it died like immediately. Oh. I, I I was closing my eyes then. Yeah, I was over my eyes. Simon says die. You were closing your eyes? No, I was rubbing my eyes. Oh. You were rubbing one out? Yeah, in my eyes. You're rubbing one out in my eyes. I don't interfere in your affairs very often either. Why don't we try to keep it that way? But if you believe me, for longer than you've lived, I've been in daily contact with the seamy side of life. Now I know what goes on and I know what comes out of it. Shut up! <laughs> he says, be quiet, man. Be quiet, man. I'm trying to watch the TV. If you insist on seeing this man, I'll lock him up. I'm trying to watch books. For my sake. I always love when they show these people's libraries. Mm-hmm. In like it's like an encyclopedia or something. Yeah, it looks like they have just row upon row upon row of encyclopedias. They all the books all look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Who is he? Like there's no uh, Frank Herbert's Dune. Or, yeah. There's nothing cool. It's just like oh, it's it's the internet before the internet, and it's on the library shelf. Here's a book on, uh... Right, Linda. Here it is. You gotta stop seeing... Here's the definition of AIDS. Or else. Reflection... Re- uh, reflection resources in each color. <laughs> what are the reflective properties of purple? There's a book on that. Yeah. And it looks like it's, like, leather-bound... And it's a two-vol... It's the same it's, size. It's two-volume. So it's like a two-volume. Yeah. On the properties of purple. Or whatever he said. Kind of stoned out of my mind right now. <laughs> I said purple because uh, the movie's kind of purple. Well, it's not anymore. Yeah. It actually looks good now. This looks really good. Yeah, it's, a, it's better. His scarf looks purple, but... Boy, look at that bowl. I know. God. He got a dick, he got a dick, he got a dick. 
He's got elephants around here. Mm -hmm. You know what movie I'd really love to see? What? Oh. Alucarda. Have you ever heard of that movie? Alucarda? Mm-hmm. Sounds like Dracula backwards. It'd actually be Dracula. Uh, uh -huh. Wait, no. Alucard. 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 They actually did a movie, I think, called that. Yep. It was... It was Dracula spelled backwards. Alucard, yeah. It was... Um, how, uh, House of Dracula, was it? Or it would be a Dracula. It was the old because they, they talked about it in that Dracula documentary. Lon Chaney Jr. played it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it wasn't it senior? It was son of Dracula. Junior. Junior. Yeah, because senior died pretty early. Because if you remember in Son of Dracula, he uh, Lon Chaney plays Count Dracula. Have you guys ever seen that one? Which one? Son of Dracula or yes. not? Son of Dracula. Yes, Son of mm. Dracula. And uh, on his luggage it says Alucarda. So what were you talking about, Charlie? Is it the one you were talking about? Dracula. Alucarda is like this um, satanic movie. Do you remember my shirt had an upside down cross and that girl on it? That's from Alucarda. Hmm. The coffin worm shirt? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, okay, I gotcha. The girl on the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. are off, aren't you? Oh, yes. No, there's another movie after this, so hang tight. Hey, at least I told everybody I'd probably be dozing off and on because... Uh, at well, least you told everybody you probably would fall asleep yeah. during toad. I told. I lost my toad when I towed everybody. I would be towing off. <laughs> I'd be towing off to towing. I towed everyone I'd be sleeping during towed. I was towing everybody I was falling asleep to towing. <laughs> I ran over my foot, lost my big toe, so I told everybody I wouldn't be to sleep during towed. <laughs> I told everybody to. Oh! Because of my flesh wound, I wouldn't be. I would. I would be. T I would, I'd, flesh wound. God, <laughs> what happened to the toe? Jesus Christ! You get lopped off. <laughs> flesh wound. I feel like the picture quality is better, but the audio is worse. Mm-hmm. Right there, especially. It's very like crackly, staticky. I think that happens when there's a lot of dirt on the actual audio. Like there's the like this metal part. roller thing that reads the audio. That's cool. And if you got a bunch of dirt on that, I imagine it probably makes a pretty bad sound. Like. Just like a cassette player. Is that right, right Joe? Just like a cassette player, recorder, or an 8-track, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, I like how you exactly. Joe about that. You're like, Joe, you're a dinosaur. <laughs> you tell us. Oh, God. <laughs> I wasn't playing that, but... But you can still have sex. And Cocoon proves that. Oh, my God. 
Do you like that movie, Jeff? That dude's got a wicked on. hairstyle on the left. He's got like a fro. Yeah, that dude. He looks like you a don't Mexican. Understand, man. He's wearing, he's wearing one of those, uh, what do they call them? I ain't got no dick, man. I ain't got no dick. <laughs> you know I'm talking about? Poncho. What? He's wearing like a poncho. Yeah, he's almost. wearing a poncho. poncho. His name is Pancho and he's wearing a poncho. <laughs> a jive turkey? Yeah, a jive turkey. So, uh... The turkey or the chicken ain't cutting it no more for him. He needs human sacrifice. Mm-hmm. He's like uh, Albert Fish, you know. Oh, dude, that guy was messed up. Yeah, he gets a taste for human flesh. He just can't stop. Um, there's a uh, documentary on Albert Fish called uh, "The Adventures of Albert." I Fish. think it's just called Albert Fish. Yeah, it is. It's by Charles Bukowski, who uh, I've met. Couple times, he's a cool guy. Joe's up sleepwalking again. Joe oh, sleepwalks. Yeah, I didn't even notice. What happened? I was gonna say I got a radio in my car. It's probably the battery getting weaker. Yeah, I readjusted it. Let me go get my radio. Here, take this. Take my weapon. Like an alien probe. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Tiny shit all the time. He's been farting like crazy. <laughs> Charlie farts all night long, man. Look out. I'm so tired of him farting all the time. He's just <laughs> farting all the time. Fart, fart, fart. He's a fart head. Sticky doo doo head. He's <laughs> His head smells like doo-doo. <laughs> I remember this one Charlie. time. I remember this one time he shit himself. And I said, you smell like doo-doo, man. Oh, I think he might be coming. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cap- Captain's Log. Starbase. 492. <laughs> uh, here's Charlie. There That's hilarious. <laughs> Here. Let's see. It seems, to be, it seems to be working. I just had to readjust it. It's probably because the battery's going on weak. Yeah, it's up to you if you want mine still on or off. What do you want to do? For a very special occasion. Ooh. You did it like I told you. You did well, it yeah, like I told you. You did it like I told you. Told you. <laughs> Have you ever towed a girl? <clears throat> I towed her to fuck the fuck off. <laughs> Friend of mine I know towed a girl. Was that where you put your big toe in her puss? Yep. <laughs> oh, my toe's in your puss. He's weird. He could get his toe to be like completely <laughs> separate from his other. Uh, yeah. big toe. I can do that with my with Should I lower this down? Does that help you? I should have loaded it down earlier. So some people yeah, I can see the movie fine. Some people okay. can't do this. Like, you do that. Why? What did I do? No. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. Nothing. I do like I tell you. 
Now walk away. <laughs> Curtis is just some karate moves. That, mm. that was pretty incredible. Um, but no, it's like, turn that light back on real quick. It's like, his feet look like this, right? Mm. And you can get that toe just like, boom. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> then he did. Yeah. You like that, don't you, bitch? And since it was bigger than his, you know, yeah. it was more appropriate to use that toe. It was more like a, like a two and a half inch dick. Like, this is, there's a lot of girth to it. Yeah. You know, girth is more important. You may not be able to reach the bottom of the tuna can, but you can bust it out. Mm -hmm. yeah. The girth is really what's important. Yeah. It's like sticking a hockey puck. It's like sticking a hockey puck in there. Quit slapping it. God, Chris. I'm not the one there. I'm, I'm not the one back there going, jacking it. <laughs> jacking it, decking it, slapping it, decking it. Jacking it, slapping it, smacking it, smacking it, slapping 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 it, so effective for a driving insane movie, it made me go insane. Yeah, I really do think Curtis has gone a little insane, gentlemen. actually. You may retire to your TV set and watch what happens. The next few days are I, like I guarantee that was in the trailer. That part right there. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're getting back to purpley. Somebody's giving the film print a purple noble. <laughs> it's really actually sad. Like this is a film that will never. This is one less print in the world that looks pristine. You know what I mean? <coughs> yeah. Like if it happens to all the prints, this movie will never look like it should. Of course, you know. It is on Blu-ray. I don't know if the world's gonna miss out too much on if this film mm -hmm. was to Simon King of the Witches. Remember that movie? Yeah, that was such a good movie. I wonder if it's still available on film. Some guy on his deathbed. I'd really like to see that Simon King of the Witches one more time. Grandpa's twenty forty and it doesn't exist anymore. The film doesn't exist anymore. The last film print is Avatar. Yeah, Avatar. That, that one, yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> oh. Oh. I bring blood, behold. Remember when James Cameron did that uh, Sanctum movie? 
I was called Quest for Fire. They always advertise a James Cameron Sanctum. I I always used to make fun of it and say James Cameron's rectum. (laughs) It looked like shit. It's like some dumb cave movie. I actually kind of hated James Cameron around that era. Yeah. Like Titanic era. Mm hmm. After Terminator 2 or whatever. Yeah. Come in. Crack open the heavens. Crack them open and pour forth rain. Rain. The last good James Cameron. Ready, blood! It's raining blood, raining blood, raining blood. Do you accept? Angel of Death! Give us a sign. Only known south of heaven. And please stop farting. Only known south of heaven. Yeah, Curtis, stop farting. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, bad Charlie. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe. This dagger I send you, you servant. We're blaming on Joe. Believe me, if At you, least they don't smell. If I farted, you know it's me. Yeah. yeah. If Curtis farts, I'm, I'm leaving. Like, I'm actually leaving the theater. <laughs> now, my farts can smell, but it's pretty rare. My farts, I think, I think they smell because they come from my, my fat, sweaty, hairy-ass cheeks. I think they smell because they come from your anus. Well, no, because, like, for you... Mine comes from, like, my... Like, they come from... I just, I just breathe it in, and it goes straight out. Like, yeah. So, like, every time you breathe in, and then you breathe out... <laughs> there you go. You go out for a jog. Oh, dude. Oh, look at that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. This kind of reminds me of... It looks like a level of, of like, uh, like, a video game from, like, Nintendo or something. I don't know. Yeah, this scene kind of reminds me of It's Alive, Larry Cohen's It's Alive, just a little bit, because the whole sewer. It's kind of like tunnel, running water thing, I don't know. This movie reminds me of a time I had uh, hemorrhoids. <laughs> Boy prostitution. <laughs> Wanted for boy prostitution, Peter Hertz and Pat McCrotch. Seymour Wiener. Seymour. Remind me to tell you of this uh, library teacher I used to have at high school. His name was Epic, and he won't even believe me it's true. Is uh, can you not say it on the tape recorder? No. Oh, uh, because you'll get sued again. Again, yeah. Here, I'll stop it for a second. Oh, yeah. That's, that show that's not been relevant for 20 years. For legal reasons, I shut the recording out. Yeah. So just say, and we're back. 
Hey, we're back. You're gonna rip the hell out of this, aren't you? Yeah. Like I figured. But I would just play it in short clips. That's what I would do. Like a best thing, like a montage. Yeah, yeah. The best parts of the conversation. Yeah. This would not be one of them. No. When Joe is about to spill the beans about sex life, though, I bet. Oh, Kept oh. that in there. Drive in theater. I don't know. The sad thing is, I have to listen to this whole thing when I get home. Yeah. Oh. I don't want to fucking edit this. Office, Usually I do something else so while I listen to it and then I make notes. Yes. Uh, you know, times when to cut it and everything. Yeah, we'll do a best of uh, Drive Insanity. Rackham, May 2019. Well, you want to talk to me? Simon. Simon. All right. Then take this message and make sure he gets it. Tell him that I disposed of the material that he left in my place. Right. Tell him that I talked to John. John. And we'll both testify if he doesn't back off. Uh-huh. Right. Simon. Yeah, so that might be a better image of way to look at it since you couldn't see it because of someone. Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to change the icons, too. That's my favorite there. Yeah, I like that. We got this, man. We got this by the ass. Two days later. Peter. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> the world is fucked, man. We got him. We got him and we took it all. Right. Yeah, Raj. We got him. We got him. What the? What you get? We whooped them. We whooped them. They wanted us to whoop them some more. They said spike me hotter, daddy, so we whooped them some more, didn't we, Roger? Or Peter, where the fuck your name is? I won't, I, I don't want to be like that. Like that. Walking around. So I guess Satan's just a bunch of like laser beams and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the that was Satan in the 1970s. He was just a bunch of laser beams. Yeah. Like a disco ball. Yeah, the disco ball was evil. Yeah. Disco in general is pretty evil. I actually kind of like disco. Well, you like a lot of things. On, on, on. Not listening to this guy stuff. <clears throat> She's a bitch. Ow. This is kind of cool. Yeah. It's getting kind of trippy now. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of uh, Led Zeppelin when they made the song Remains the Same. 
<laughs> album or live video, live concert. Oh, it's like 2001 Space Odyssey, dude. <laughs> what the hell? It's like a really big hand. Is that like on to the Giants hand? This is why you don't overdose on LSD, kids. You can take LSD, just don't overdose on it. This is why you stick with Percocet. More taps. It'd be pretty wild to do LSD. Yeah. Joe, have you ever done LSD? I agree. Oh. Uh, I'm sure I did. Yeah, so back in the back in the nineteen eighties I did. When I was running my VCR store. And my, my daughter, she uh, she tried it with me too. I heard that now. Doing that. I heard. I heard that uh, you can run so much, like in those like ultra marathon type things where they run all day. Mm -hmm. You can run for so long that you start to hallucinate. She's dead. Hmm. I could believe that. Sure. I just choose not to. I want to know. You choose not to hallucinate, or not to run. Not to believe. I can only tell yeah, you the, the army does source. that, of course, with fatigue. Davis, he has a safe. They do what? Everything you want like, to know. Like, zone out, hallucinate, shit like that. Oh. It was Davis. I doubt they hallucinate like that, though. I think their version of hallucination is more like spacing out, rather than just like, oh. It's more like... There's a giant hand holding fava beans. Have you ever watched Black Gestapo? It's a very bizarre driving movie. No. Uh, I can't believe we got a whole other movie left. I know, right? Which, I, I heard that the towing's kind of short. The sun's gonna be out once we. Are you riding back with Joe? Yeah. Okay, cause I'm. I'm probably gonna try to like sleep here for a little bit after the movie. Everything is getting fucked up. Are we allowed to do that? Yeah, that's gonna be fun. It's, it's only 3:49. Cause I don't have anything to do tomorrow, and I don't. I don't really feel like. It feels a lot later. I don't really feel like um. Fall asleep while driving. Of course, I probably won't. Just crank some Iron Maiden and roll the windows down. Mm -hmm. I could just attach my car to Joe's and then sleep and he could tell me again.
I'm sure it's not bad. Maybe it's just I'm just fucking tired. No, it's pretty bad. Is it? I'm not even paying attention. Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst I've ever seen, but certainly not good. That's why I fell asleep during Screams of Winter Night. It was pretty late, but it was also a fairly boring movie. Yeah. I fell asleep sitting in my lawn chair just like this. I slept throughout like, the entire movie. That's really unusual for me. Oh, shit. Uh. You're getting stabbed by his own people. Why did you do that for? I don't know. Why did you kill him, man? It sounded fun. I don't know. You talk a shit. Come back to bed, baby. What was that? What was what, baby? Come back to bed. I'm gonna get some cornbread. That <laughs> makes no sense because, like, why is it sound like they're on the phone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I should just wait for Brianna to come home. Candy was Skyping. She wasn't was, even Skyping. Was, it was just a phone the, call. The victim was Skyping. It was a phone call, and I had to I had to put it into the mix as a mono track. So it just sounds like shit. Mm-hmm. Wait, he got stabbed and then turned into a stick. Did. <laughs> Think about that for a while. Dude! Oh, did he get stabbed in the dick? Oh, it's over. Cool. It's over, and, uh... All right, Skyliner. I'd give it a, a two out of five. Alright. Towing has just started. It looks like it has an alternative title called Fun Girls. Really? So, we're thinking it might possibly be a porno or at the very least a sex comedy. Sometimes this happens, uh, Joe will have a movie that he found and uh, he'll be like, nobody's ever heard of this film, we can't find anything on it. And then he says, I haven't even watched it yet. And then he'll play it and it's just a hardcore porn. Is the guy, is that guy from uh, Temple of Shock? Did he say anything about that? Oh, maybe. Okay, that might be it. So, they're singing the song, telling but yet, they say fun girls. Yeah. So, John did say something about Temple of Schwartz. Yeah, the guy from Temple of Schwartz right next to us. Did I roll your window down or did you do it? Oh, you did. You, need, you want it back up? Uh, maybe a little. I thought maybe I did one of us. Trying to see what was going on. Okay, I'm going to put my hand here. And once once, once I start screaming and pain, that's where I want you to stop. I was just looking for a chat. Well, you wanted that. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I know, I know that. If I don't have six cells, you've been taking my car three times now, and I don't have... Can I do any work for you? Can I... Uh, <laughs> Start screaming. Ah. And then you stop. I didn't say stop. 
Excuse me, sir. Keep going. Keep going. Excuse me, sir. See, here's the plot. I can already see it. This guy here, he works at a junket. He works at a uh, towing. He, he's like one of those people that tow your cars away, right? And then the girls have to go there. And they don't have any money, but they want their car. And he's like, well, we can work something out. Yeah. Bow, bow, it's like bow, one of those reality porn scenes. Browsers.com. Meanwhile, if you try to find it, you're not going to find it from what I hear. Jolene. Jolene. I thought he was saying Jolene at first. I was like, what the fuck? Fuck yeah. Fuck Jolene. 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 Did you see Joe? Huh? You go, I, I thought you were saying Jolene, and you go, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you get excited about? <laughs> Jolene, fuck yeah. Jolene. Joe's got a spirit on him, he's like, he's like, he's like, they don't yeah. give a fuck about us. We can work something out, baby. Fascist pig. Get your fucking car back. Oh my god, look who it is. I know you. He looks like Martin Scorsese and Taxi Driver. That guy right there. Who is it? This movie's about 1971, it looks like. And that guy just showed you the beard. Hey, he man, they beat up a pair of music last week for their fighting about the time. That's about right. Have you ever seen that show? Uh, 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 the profiling show that they're uh, pro FBI profilers. They're always kill, getting serial killers. It's been on for many years. It's a TV series. Law and Order? No, it's a profiler where they these guys, these guys profile people. Holy uh, shit. Oh, I thought that was a woman. I was like, oh, my. What is that show? Anyway, that actor's on that show. Huh. That's a Criminal Minds? I can't think. Criminal Minds, that's it. Is that it? Yeah, he, he's on Criminal Minds. He's got to be pretty old on that show. Show me your titties. So this is like Repo Man, but made a few years earlier. Made about a decade. This one earlier. seems a lot more interesting than Simon. Yeah. This one seems more lighthearted, kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Normal people spend their whole life avoiding intense situations. Repo men spend their whole life getting into intense situations. That's, that's toxic masculinity. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a lover. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Here, Joe, I go and then you go. Towing. 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 Towing.
every time they say toe or towing. Toe. 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 Did you have my car towed out of your lot today? Oh, wing. <clears throat> <clears throat> Only if you were illegally parked back there. Oh, somebody parked there for 10 or 15 minutes while I ran into the donut shop. That flat is for my customers, not the donut shops. It's going to cost me $60 to get that car back. I'm real sorry, baby. Me too. Baby. God, I know how you can get it back. Oh, Get on your knees and pray to Jesus. Sixty bucks in the seventies, though. She better be. You better put a ring on it. That point. You want anything? Can I help you, Bernie Sanders? Did you see his eyes? He looked right at her boobs. Like? <laughs> oh, he's got a nice ass. Look at that. I'm I'm looking at the Seven Up sign, buddy. I didn't know Good Bernie Lord, Sanders was though. in this movie. <laughs> Do you have anything with raisins or Oh, man. Oh, this is a porno. Hmm. Sure. <laughs> How about chocolate chip malt? I'll see what I can do. I love, uh, I use, that's one of the things I miss the most, is the uh, chocolate malt shakes. I don't know if I've ever had one of those. They're incredible. They're made of like the Whoppers or whatever, kind of those things. If this turns into a porno, I kind of hope it does. you got to remember that uh, my wife's going to be gone for weeks. And weeks. <laughs> Should have brought some lotion. So the car might be a rock in a little bit. Oh my. Charlie, get back in your own car now. <laughs> <laughs> Feel my head right here. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Charlie! Got some new hair gel. Yeah. God damn, this city takes your car, everybody's car. Look at that. They were standing right there, too. So this movie is actually based on a true story. It's about whenever the, the like there's like laws, right? For this movie's uh this movie's based in Chicago, actually. Huh. I don't know if you guys knew that, but that looks uh, like Barbara Streisand. Uh-huh. <coughs> Barbara Streisand. I recognize that's, that. I'd recognize that honker of a nose anywhere. That's Stevie Nicks. Steamy Nicks just shits the riches. Lord knows I'm gonna make it as Bob Strikes in. I like older guys, especially 
five years from now. I'm old enough to be your father. No, you're not. You just look it. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. It's time, guys. Oh, my leg's stuck. All right. <laughs> no sex yet. What a bummer. God, she hardly did anything. She didn't do any towel. I can't wait till they show the part where the guy's fucking the girl with his toe and then they just go towel. So far, just as a sex comedy. Well, yeah. Like a national lampoon. MTV? That guy's got Yana Brown. I want my MTV. No, it's alright, I can get it. Okay, bye. Have a good day. Cars out there's a, a few cars here. There's, a, there's, there's quite a few cars on the other side of the concession stand, too. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Towing. Towing. This is probably a better movie than that last one. Oh, yeah. I want to watch it a little so far. That other one, they just tried too hard to be, like, groovy or whatever. Those yeah. bitches are going to cause us trouble. This movie's got more of, like, a, an original type of feel to it. Mm -hmm. Plus, I like the Chicago look, you know. 70s teams. Whoa. What's going on here? Oh, no. So this just turned into a uh, murder mystery. Streets are rough in Chicago. You just get beat up for nothing. Mm -hmm. 
people are just watching like, yep, better than TV. You gotta learn the hard way. I can't believe they beat him up for no reason. I couldn't either. Where do you see him? His nose is all over his face. Poor guy. He's <laughs> just so responsible. Don't, don't really. Did you call the police anything? Sure. We reported the whole thing. They didn't sound too surprised to hear about it, though. I've never been to Chicago, have you guys? Once, when I was in like the uh, seventh, seventh grade or something, sixth grade. I've been there before. How is it? Is this the big thing? I don't remember much. It's like Indianapolis, but with a lot more skyscrapers. I guess I lost one too many cars. I'm fired. I don't believe it. It's not fair. He's not serious. I'm not a big fan of big cities. I'm not either. I'm the, I don't ever want to go to New York City, I don't think. Maybe once, maybe. Even in something like L.A. I don't know. I definitely wouldn't want to live like where Harrison lives. <sighs> Life in the fast lane. Surely make you lose your mind. Well, they made a Columbo reference, so that kind of dates it a little bit. When did Columbo? Just one more thing. What? When did Columbo come out? Uh, mid mid to late seventies, I think, was when they had the first pilot. This has to be around then. And then I think it became somewhat more regular in the 80s. I really like Columbo. It's a good show. <laughs> Just one more thing. Whoa, that was cool. Why didn't he just take a ride out of there? Instead of doing that. Luke, have you ever had your car towed away? Isn't everybody in this neighborhood? I hate to live in Chicago. I guess you get your toe. Ca- <laughs> you get your car towed all the time. I have heard like, like there are laws obviously now in place for tow truckers. Like uh, you can only charge so much money for a tow, and you can only tow like if there's like regulations and stuff, so this doesn't happen. I think you can only charge like 60 bucks or something. Like as the max. 60 or 80. Some so, some tow company got in trouble in Indianapolis for breaking that. Poor guys, do you guys not play $60 cash? They were charging like a hundred. Well, it's like I wonder how much it costs for them to do all this for the city. And then they aren't making any money from it. What if they have to keep the car in the lot for, you know, like a year? Yeah, because you got to think, um, I wonder how many people don't pay. You know, they don't find their car or something. I don't know. 
That's racist. And that's racist since she's eating a bowl of chow mein and playing ping pong. <laughs> You're a funny fucking guy, Nico. Time will tell. Yeah, I was gonna say they're developing the story in the last 20 minutes. It's nothing but a giant orgy. 